Sitter beautiful buttocks down. And this is it. Episode 20 something. 24? I think. I think it is. Losing count. No, you're in, you know you're doing well when you're losing count. We are still recording, even though there were shenanigans. Yep. I no longer own a working functional camera. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, they won't know about any of the, Oh, no, oh, they no will, they, some of them will, will see your story. Oh, yeah, if you see my stories. So we're actually recording this episode for YouTube on a G7X Mark II. Is it Mark IIs? Or is it Mark V? No, the fives was the Sonys. This is the G7X, Lex G7X, which is a little handheld one, because I really intelligently smashed my Canon EOS R by yeah. letting it roll off the back of my motorbike onto not only a floor, but a floor full of big stones yeah gravel smashed yeah. the entire back screen off it yeah smashed the back doors off it <laughs> i was like so i uh, my sat now took me somewhere fucking weird so i phoned up lex and i was like how you doing mate you're right and he's uh, just like context no. we were both going to the burning barn distillery yes. yeah to do something very cool which was to bottle seal wax seal and then sign our very unlimited edition yes to put the stickers on and everything yeah. went through the whole process versions of our of the burning barns latest and it's exclusive a, limited line yeah there's less than 300 bottles beer barrel finished vanilla spiced rum mm. which is live on the website now if you want to check it out actually ooh, did we sort out the discount with them we never finalized things with a discount, but in the, the discount wouldn't apply to the new one because right, it wouldn't apply to that one anyway. So yeah, if you want to go on there and check out the latest limited edition, it's, but we're, we've had a sneaky sip. Oh, it was very good. We are working on some kind of a, a discount a for you guys with Burning Barn too, so it's not been finalized yet. But but they've said one hundred percent. Yeah, they said we're going to do it. They're just working out like the how to actually do the numbers, set it up basically. Let me yeah. turn this uh, stupid thing off. How is it that they can make when because we record off an app? The app, if the phone goes to sleep, the app shuts down. Like, how dumb is that? It is. How a bit can, dumb. And you've got no choice to make it run in the background either. So dodo y. Anyway, sorted. There you go. Come on, you hold. Uh, we'll open it up. Open up. We'll see that there. Yeah, so it was, it was an eventful week, really. Yeah, so I smashed, uh, you know, X thousand smashed worth of camera. Then that's getting fixed, getting sent off anyway. It's, um, it's an expensive brain fart, but at least it's fixable. Yeah. In theory. They've got to get it yet and fix it, but yeah. it looks fixable. I was going to say, it's like the actual body of the camera is okay. Fine, it's yeah. literally like the, the little flappy screen. What's I had a lens on there worth about two grand. Yeah. And that, luckily, I yeah. think what happened is, I didn't see, all I heard was from behind me, the crunch. Yeah. And then I just, oh, my yeah. soul left my body. Yeah. I hadn't even started filming. I was actually waiting for you to turn up. Yeah. Um. So I was filming like little B-roll. I just had this dumb idea. I put it on the back of the bike and thought, I'll just film myself getting off the bike. At no point did I think the slightest knock is going to knock this camera off the back of your bike, you idiot. Yeah. So what happened? Straight away, fell off the bike. Because I've been using GoPros on the bikes and I just had that a complete moment of complacency. Yeah. And just utter idiocy. Just mm, live and learn. But it'll make me not do it again, I'll tell you that. 100% it will, yeah. That and like you said, you should have brought the camera that you Should have brought the now. camera we're now filming on. And I thought that the entire time in the morning, but I just I had my own ego. For editing. You wanted like the best I wanted camera. The, I wanted the best lens, the best camera. And didn't need it. Didn't need it. No, not at all. Didn't need it. It was super cool though, wasn't it? Very R- cool. Really, really interesting seeing behind the, the scenes. So yeah, it was hard to see through the tears in my eyes. Well, that's the, the, yeah, that, yeah. 
<laughs> he did stop crying right towards the end. Just towards the end. When he, when like, he, finished a couple of bottles. With a drama sorrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just lying in the yeah. vat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> room. Yeah. We said uh, eventually one day we're going we're gonna to do our own, like, crew cast. We want limited to. edition. And the way can. that it's going to be um, different is because we're going to sit in a vat for, like, three weeks. <laughs> and then, it'll, yeah, it'll get infused with us. With our scent. Yeah. You'll yeah. be able to drink our man scent. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're working on that. We're going to have to yeah. find a way of getting past I can see it being um, a huge food, food hygiene standard. <laughs> Do you we'll, imagine? We'll, so here's, here's the barrel we've meant it in. Hiya. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Surely the alcohol is going to kill any just bacteria like, or anything. In it, just swilling, oh, gargling yeah. it, spitting it back in. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's alcohol. Yeah. Can't, there's no bacteria. What are you on about? It's clean. Yeah. <laughs> And then the state that we'd be in after soaking in alcohol. I wonder how long, even if you stayed in it for an hour, I wonder how much it messed you up. If you sat in a vat, it's 70% your skin up really bad. Wood. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it really fuck your skin up. Because, like, people you get wrinkly in the shower after 20 minutes. Well, people get like really dried, cracked skin from using all the hand gel that they're using, the alcohol gel. So imagine. Ugh, that stuff's grim. I know. So imagine just bathing in that permanently. Ooh. You would just turn into a crisp. You'd miss Mr. Burns. You'd be Mr. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bits of birds with long hair, which is nothing. Oh, so let's let's let, let's before we get carried away and the ice melts. Yeah, let's open You'd... the crew chest. Yeah, which is what. Yeah, some, some, yeah. Someone, we've had suggestions uh, for what to call this. Yeah, someone said, "Oh, let's call it the crew chest." So we now have the crew chest in the center of the table, which we're going to open up and show you this delicious burning barn limited edition rum, and it is a sexy. Sexy looking bottle. It you is. can take it out because I can't really reach for me. Oh, that's fine. And uh, this so, is wax sealed as well. We wax sealed this. This is done by Lou's own hand. Yep. Which is why it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did really well. Actually, it's quite clean. It looks really nice. This one does. This is a uh, honestly. So it's the same bottle as the the honey. So we we've originally, if you if you remember, had the burning barn honey. And rum, which is there, it's like 30 odd percent. Yes, this one is this one is 54.5 percent. Boom, yeah. Beer Sorry if it is there, people. That was a big peak, but boom, yeah. That's gunpowder proof level. Yep, is it 54.5? Yeah. 54.5. Do you know what? That must be the upper limit you're allowed to make because that's what gunpowder proof was 54.5, which is very odd. Well, I know that he said that he kind of he got it in at like 58, I think. That's not um, right. I thought I mean at seventy. No, I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure he said it was high fifties, and yeah. then obviously you lose a little bit of alcohol in that in that process, so that's when, when that's what it came it. out at. And he said obviously we had the choice to dilute it, and because yeah. that's what most of them do, they do get diluted. But he said you lost so much of the flavour, and and also when got, they're not, you can drink less of this if you want that relaxed feel of an alcoholic drink. Yeah. You only need a you need less, which means your limited edition stuff lasts longer. Yeah. So with it as well, so they're all bottled and labelled up and batch numbered and on the on these ones we've signed them as well. So we they're super, it. super rare. So out of the three hundred, there's it's, only three yeah. that we've actually done that one to for as well. One for me. And one for you guys. Yep. Someone, Hell yeah. Someone's gonna get it. So that we have actually the one to give away to you guys. Now have we decided how we're going to give this away? So I think what we you said before. You can see before, on YouTube he's got them both up I've got now. both of them here. So we are going to get some comments in the YouTube channel. We're going to get some subscribers on yes. the YouTube channel. So it, you have to do definitely, there's two things that you need to do, okay? One is be subscribed to Spotify. 
um, the playlist on there. Go yeah. to the Crewcast on Spotify and subscribe there and iTunes. So iTunes and Spotify are the main two. If you have Amazon and stuff like that, we'll check those. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I reckon. But we're going to focus on Spotify and iTunes because most people are on those, aren't yeah. they? Also, you need to be subscribed to the Crewcast YouTube channel. And then once you're there, just leave a comment in this video. Yeah. Just put one saying waxy titty bum bums i think hold on what did you say you said burning barn insurance claim <laughs> oh yeah that's it yeah can we have <laughs> which will make sense when you see the video so yeah comments yeah so if you want to be with a chance to win this bottle subscribe to the youtube channel be uh follow our crewcast on spotify and itunes uh, i'll say and, and or because it's like not is everyone... anybody on amazon no, I was going to say, but not everyone will have. So, people will either have Spotify or iTunes or Spotify. We will, we will um, go. I think if you just sort of subscribe to any, because thinking about it, not everyone's going to have Spotify either. A lot of people just listen to this with Crewcast, but like just platforms. The more platforms you're on, because we'll pick it from one of them. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. The more entries, the more yeah. chance you've got. Main three: basically. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Yeah. Mainly, if you're not on YouTube, get on there because it's fun, and leave the comment in the comment section. You're going to put this up on Burning like a, an Instagram post as well. Yes, I'll put Again. it up on Insta Stories as well. Once yeah. so, this on the same day you're listening to this on the Monday, Insta Stories will be up there with the instructions. I'm going to show so everyone the uh, the little sign bit at the bottom. If you if you're watching oh, yeah, you're on YouTube, to the camera, this is where it, it will see the difference between a little handheld and that. I don't know if it will oh, low light it. So there's a little little white label on the bottom there, and we've both signed it. But I wouldn't mess with it because we're kind of in focus, and I haven't used this camera a ton. No, that's fine. Now the rest of the video is going to be out of focus because that's it. Yeah, the whole rest of it. Now we're okay. We're cool. Ooh, we look deliciously tanned still. Do we? Which is good, because I haven't really been out in the sun that much. It's... Oh, no, I did. Three days ago. It's been sunny. It's been lovely. I wonder... Uh, we've got a, a massive thunderstorm going on outside at the moment. Super grey and very rainy. Um, but there you go. So, that's wonderful. We're going to also be having a giveaway for more rum with... Yeah. From last week, where we obtained the... Was it last week? We it was the, the week crew? before. The I week think. before. Yeah, where the, the, the last week was the, bad. Oh, oh, last week's one was that disgusting mess of a rum red leg in. red leg pineapple rum disgusting never ever buy it if you enjoy that rum just understand you're wrong as a human being and your life has taken a wrong turn somewhere. and if there is a hell you go in there yes yeah and it'd be full of awful pineapple rum <laughs> right so you'd probably love it so you'll love it yeah so you're all good uh so when the origin of the the crew chest well obviously it came when we were delightfully delivered a pirate's grog bottle by my buddy lee yeah um, in this specialist chest. And Pirate Squad have been in contact. Yep. And they want to do a giveaway for you guys. And we're actually going to be giving away six bottles of rum. Yeah. So two bottles to three winners yep. is what we're going to be giving away. Nice. That will be done probably next week. So you need to keep an eye on my Instagram, Lex underscore fitness. Keep an eye on Lewis's Instagram, which is Lewis and then a word you'll never be able to spell. I don't even Majid. know what my Instagram is. Lewis Majid. <laughs> Is that is it just my name? Yeah, L E W I S M A J I D. Yeah, it'll pop up if you just type that in search. It'll pop up. Keep an eye on there stories and check it out because there'll be all the opportunities to win it. So three of you will win two bottles, and they do. We had the thirteen-year-old aged rum, and it is delicious. Yeah. There is very little of that bottle left downstairs. Yeah, yeah very know, yeah. We went through it. So uh, <laughs> yes, that will be. That was pretty cool. So I mean, this just for a little podcast, we're starting to give get some stuff to give to you guys back. And yeah. every time we do get these little things, it's always we always do it in terms of we don't want stuff. We want stuff to be able to give to you guys because we appreciate all the love and the support, especially <laughs> to uh, many of you super loyal question givers that are always on every week. Talking of super loyal question givers, actually, shall I pour this first? Yes, because we get out is slowly. Much should we drink? Yeah. No, 
I'd say leave the water in. Yeah. So this is 54, 54.5%, so it's really strong, but the punchy flavors. Now, we obviously, I was riding a motorbike and crying about a broken camera. Lewis was driving a car mm -hmm. and laughing about a broken camera. So we couldn't drink too much. Yeah, we had a little um, sample. When we were there. So we literally had a sample, neat yes. and warm. Yeah. Now, we were advised to drink this on the rocks, let it sit, because it's so punchy yeah. that the slight dilution from the ice will bring out even more flavor, and yeah. it was... Delicious. Yeah, it was really nice. So he, he he did say that like you can kind of make your choice whether you have it neat or whether you have it slightly diluted because that will just change the pro the flavor profile. Yeah, but um, so I you'll, think you'll be nice. You'll get it. more out of it because obviously at fifty four percent, fifty four point five percent, like that can do with a little bit of watering down. That's yeah. probably a little bit it high for a lot of people. Electric, but I think this will be even better with a little bit. Of, oh, that was a good pop. That'd be even better. You know why it was a good pop? Because I put the cork in. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. I can't believe we got to do that. I know. It's a sick little place. So we went to the, we went to this place, and I was expecting it to be on some industrial estate. We ended up on some apple orchard. Oh, mate, it was. Gorgeous. And it was in this gorgeous little place. Oh, oh, it's a, oh, it's a, oh, it's a glugger. It's a glugger. It is this beautiful land that was owned by his parents, where they had an apple orchard and farming areas. And there was an original barn there, which did legitimately burn down. And from the ashes and the subsequent insurance claim, <laughs> which he definitely, <laughs> which he definitely didn't do. Um, he, yeah, they took them out. He left the army, came out, and just this is what I love about it. It seems that people who do crazy things in terms of just going ballsy with something, are drawn to other people to do similar things. So obviously our careers are quite weird and risky and whatnot, not yeah. not of the norm. Yeah. And this guy was exactly the same, came out of the army, possibly one of the most stringent and regimented professions you could be in, yeah. came out and just thought, barns burnt down, what can we do? Let's build a rum distillery. Yeah. And just again, and all just he'd had experience of doing before was brewing beer. So they'd, like they'd done some beer brewing, yeah, and they were also making toffee apples. So that's how, that's how the yeah. fire started. So there was a malfunction with one of the machines, oh, that was it, which yeah. was like basically heating the sugar. So there was lots of melting sugar, which if you don't know, is highly flammable. Very hot. With also then hundreds of kilograms of bags of sugar surrounding it. So then the barn went. fully went <laughs> up. And where was it? What was um? What did they have to do? I can't remember. He told us something. It was like oh, that was it. So there was so much smoke. Right? So it's relatively close to Birmingham Airport. So they occasionally get some. It is on a flight path of some of the larger jets. Yeah. And uh, the plume of smoke was so high into the sky and so dense, they had to redirect planes going to the airport. Yeah, <laughs> that imagine. was quite cool. Yeah, it was cool. Cause a fucking nightmare. Yeah, there. literally caused a traffic jam in the sky. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, this one is like, so when, when we tried it, it might taste a little bit different this time around because of the ice. But yeah. for me, like, I love kind of stouts and porter beers, like very dark beers. And this is what it's um, been in a barrel with. And damn, you, you could see it. It looks could, like a it looks like a stout. Yeah, almost. You, you could it's you close. could really really taste that kind of porter or. But then it has the vanilla to balance out any of that kind of bitterness yes. that comes through. Yeah, you've got some sweetness with it too as well. Like, but you honestly, could, we could taste chocolate. I swear, when we had it first. Yeah, there's it, like a chocolatey flavour. It hits the front of your tongue when we had it neat. It just hit the front of our tongue, and the only way I can describe it was zero heat and just this smoothness coated your tongue. It was a smooth taste. It was weird. This was. So let's try it. So when we had this warm, this was that ice. this was my favourite. I think. Yeah, you said that immediately after that. You were like, I think it's my favourite, and that's saying a lot because bamboo. Yeah, bamboo was up there. Top of yours. So cheers, mate. Happy Friday. Cheers, good. Happy, Friday. Happy Monday to all you people listening. Yeah. <laughs> Just to confuse everyone. Oh, it's as good as I remember. So you put that in your mouth and immediately what you get is 
a soft sweetness at the front of your tongue, which I can kind of, if you think of like a, a dark chocolate that's not, maybe a 70% dark chocolate kind of sweetness. So not overly sweet, but very smooth. Yeah. Immediately spices down both sides of the tongue. Mm -hmm. And then now a residual heat coming over the back of my tongue and a little bit up at the roof of my mouth, but not, but literally stopping at my back teeth, not going yeah. forward. And it just sits there, that heat sits there, and it's warming my chest now that it's gone down as well. Considering that it's so strong, that goes it's down so really smooth. Quick. So smooth. If I was going to say, I like, I because I like so many stouts, and that is a thing that I drink a, a, a lot, that's like my beer of choice. So the like aftertaste for me is the beer. Yeah. I yeah, get that. It. That sits on the back of the back corners of my tongue. Mm. I've got the taste of once that beer's gone down, and then you get that little. Yeah. Um, like the the head of the it's beer like, yeah, like, like on a bitter. Almost. Yeah, that's that's what I've got in the back of my yeah, tongue. Yeah, hundred percent. I I really like that. I Though, like the heat it, from it. It combines like two mm. of my favourite types of alcohol basically, and then you've got that vanilla sweetness, then that chocolate. So the vanilla is what must create that chocolatey tone against the the other spices and beer flavour in there because yeah. there's no chocolate in it. Yeah, you were saying but as well. You're saying you get that sometimes. Yeah, like when you put two and two together, so you mix X flavour profiles with you know Y rum. It doesn't always come out as you would think. Mm. You get these unusual kind of things that crop up, and like you can definitely tell that because it's so chocolatey, considering that there's nothing in there that should indicate that. And also the the beer company that they worked with, what's it called? Like Dye Brew. Um, so I'm sure that's a Birmingham-based brewing company that's nice. as well. All local stuff then. And I think, if I remember right, he said so. Obviously, they've done their limited run of kind of beer barrel finished rum, but Dye Brew. Are gonna have a rum infused rum beer. beer as well, so it's gone both ways. I don't like beer, but that sounds good. Well, the the place that's right around the corner from me that our members own, um, the Hop Vault that does all the specialist beers and craft beers and things like that, they they have some of that rum brand beers. in there. So I'll I'll stick my head in. Summer fun. We yeah. need to get some beers. Go camping in the woods. Make a fire. Drink whiskey. Yeah, yeah, and then. Need it to. turns into like a horror film. I'm just, I've got some my, my yeah yeah. <laughs> I just have to go to Blair run faster than you. That's it. And hopefully yours. Oh, that's not hard. I don't run. Yet to run quick. Yeah, I don't run. <laughs> um, I've got my so I've got my classic BMW that K75, which is um, I'm going to have to strip her down and put a new clutch and gearbox in her. I think mm -hmm. she's going to be my mechanical achievement of the year because yeah. I've never done anything that deep before. Yeah. But once she's done, I've got this jerry can that's been converted yes, so it's a jerry can i'm going to have a mount built for the side of the bike and the jerry can opens up at the front and it's been hollowed well it was already hollowed out but yeah. it's been reinvented internally to hold two whiskey glasses a whiskey bottle two cigars some cigarettes slash joints um i said that the wrong way around i should have gone cigarettes slash joints <laughs> do the wrong way around joints i mean i mean joints <laughs> It's like with parents. Oh, somebody just shut the fucking B-A-B-Y up. Oh, no, wait, hang on. <laughs> so tired. Yeah. You can't even get it right. Um, yeah, So, and I want to strap that to the side of that bike, tent on the back, pannier on the other side with some little bit of kit in it, knives and stuff like that mm. for cooking, and then just riding, ride off camp to a campsite and yeah. do some cool stuff, or just up to the top of a massive hill. Well, we haven't spoken about it at all. So, obviously, last weekend we did the crew cast. We recorded the crew cast a bit early because yeah. on the Friday I was off taking one of oh, our shit. coaches yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to the do the three th peaks in 24 hours. So, if you don't. Unfortunately, know, Jake died. 
Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. He made some money. Yeah. yeah. Kill over. And they ate him. Yeah. You ate him. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I ate him. I was I was I was on you know, I'm tracking everything on my fitness pal and I wasn't gonna hit my macro, so I needed a bit more protein. Shocking that human meat is on my fitness pal. Yeah, I know, very strange. Specifically Jake meat as well. It's like they knew. Yeah, very weird. What would be the best bit of a human to eat, do you reckon? Glutes. Do you think? You don't think it'd be really like tough and sinewy? Depends who's glutes. Yeah. I think if you minced the quad, that'd be quite nice. Mm. I think things like calves wouldn't be great. Nah, they're going to be tough. Yeah, forearms, calves, not great. Too, too tense. What's, what's uh, like, I think pecs potentially. Yeah, I was going to say maybe a, a bit pec, of titty, bit of like the, the, A pec doesn't get heavily used in everyday life, so I yeah, imagine it's, it's relatively weird. relaxed. Yeah. Like, you obviously can get tight pecs, but mm. normally it's not as prone to tightness. So I imagine that's going to be a looser muscle. Like a back strip, more. you know, like this, you get that the back strip on a on a buck. Yeah, and that's like the prime one of the prime cuts. Do you reckon yeah. ours as well? Down that back, there's trap into that rear. I don't chain know. There. I think that because the, there's so much tightness that's that's there. But I there imagine must be like, in the back of a deer, surely, like that. I don't know. The back strap, they call it, don't they? Yeah, back strap. I'm, I'm not sure. That thing constantly. Walking and wandering. I would. I definitely would say glute because, like, how many people are prone to like lazy glutes that are just like not not so that active? It'd just be like veal. Yeah, literally, just like <laughs> you'd, you'd roast that and it'd just fall apart. So you literally, I'm actually so you're going, going for the run. I am actually like, <laughs> that's go fucking go for a bit of rump right about now. Honestly, we're not cannibals. <laughs> Although, given can, the can you hear the guy screaming in the background? <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. so if you don't know what the uh, the National Three Peaks Challenge, if you're not in the UK, so basically in the UK we've got you know Scotland, Wales, England, big giant mountains, Ben Nevis, the biggest mount, biggest mountains in Scotland, biggest yeah. mountain in Wales, Pro- proper Scotland. mountains here. You know, you know these Canadians or anyone going like you don't know mountain. Yeah, that's not Canadian accent, but yeah. So I think total was like ten thousand feet is the total of the the three of them. If I remember right, um, and basically you need to do that within 24 hours, and that includes the drive from you know, Scotland to Wales. Yeah, to yeah England, you can't. Or yeah, the other way around. So um, yeah, There's no breaks. And basically, yeah, started at Ben Nevis in Scotland, then went down into England for Scaffold Pike or Scarfell Pike. I'm yeah. not sure. That's quite a quick one, isn't it, Scarfell? Yeah. So it's a bit the, aggressive. It's re- so it's the shortest one, but it's up. just there's no no let up on it. It's literally just straight up, and it's just. It's dangerous as well because there's, there's really just sheer rock. rocks. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then over into Wales for Snowdon, which is beautiful. beautiful. I really want to do Ben Nevis now. So I just drove yeah. them. Yeah. Because so, obviously you got to do it in twenty four hours. So if you're walking and then you've got like five six hours driving in between, you don't get to sleep, which is quite obviously dangerous. Then being on the road for so did long. Did you nap when they were going up it? So I got about two hours sleep when they did scaffold because like basically started at Ben Nevis which was the longest one for them to do. But it was in the middle of the day, so I didn't need to sleep. I wasn't yeah. tired at all. Um, then they got back, drove to back into England, got to Scaffold for about... It was about half 11, quarter to 12 at night. Yeah. So then they did that walk at night. So by the time I'd parked up, got ready, had some food, got to bed. Seen Pornhub full screen. Pornhub yeah, Pornhub well. full screen. Um, had a wank. <laughs> finished. Had a fag. <laughs> Did a few lines of coke, <laughs> then then tried Trent. to get to sleep. <laughs> then went to sleep. <laughs> then, then went to sleep. Uh, so basically, after I'd eaten, tried to get to sleep. But they they managed to do scaffold in like three hours fifteen minutes. Damn, so basically, I got maybe like two hours sleep. Mm. Then had like a five hour drive to um, to Snowden, which was through the morning. 
they got to Snowden like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I can't remember exactly. And then did that one. And by that point, it had got light again, so I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. But like... So you had two hours sleep? Yeah, but again, like I used to do shit like that with my old job. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And also, so it was, it, they worked it out from their house all the way around, then back to their house was uh, 1,200 miles. Whose car did you drive that in? Jake's car. Oh, poor thing. And so people didn't know this. I, car I, massive I, I, well, he's getting trip. rid of it. So he was ha- he's having this issue with his car where it randomly just cuts out. Safe? Yeah. It literally just the engine cuts off. So several <clears> times <throat> on the drive, the engine would just cut off. We're just clutching and reignition it. Yeah. And you'd, sometimes they have to do it like a few times to get wow. it going again. So you just, you just roll it. Power steering goes off. So you're like, oh my <laughs> God. What the fuck? Yeah. What car yeah. is it? It's a Golf. It's not an old car. It's, it, Nobody buy a Golf. I remember yeah. that Golf. It's not old. No, no. It's, and he really looked after it, but they, they he took it in because he was like, fuck, we need to get this sorted. And they ran diagnostics on it. Obviously, they plug it in and they can't find anything. You're lying. Yeah, they I can't find it. anything wrong with it. And it's not doing it when they're there. Because yeah. like, to be fair, we drove the whole six hours up to Scotland. No worries. I think we did, yeah, we did Ben Nevis. No worries. And it was in between Ben Nevis and Scaffold. Like on on, on, on a motorway the, or Wiggly roads because if you're on Wiggly's and that happens, you are dead. Yeah, it was on Wiggly's. Fuck. But fortunately, it was just happened in good places. Really. Imagine on um, the end, it just cuts out, power steering goes. Boom. Yeah, but like I was aware of it, and you you so there was basically you know the feeling when you when you kind of hit a, a puddle and you feel the wheels like tramping and you mm-hmm. you kind of feel that like spinning but no traction. It would do that a few times beforehand, so you'd know oh, it's coming. Right. So surely you'd be able to tell them that other thing and say it does this, it has this, and then it cuts off. And yeah, be able they to... weren't able to suss it out. Well, but... I'd be like, you're keeping the fucking car. You're mm-hmm. giving me something else to drive in the meantime until you suss it out. You fucking tell them. Like, I would. You tell them. Be fucking you know that. I'd be like, so okay. Oh, I said, oh, what can happen is I'll take the car away, drive it, maybe kill somebody else because of this fault, and then we'll come back to you. Yeah. See how quickly they give you a nice loan car. Yeah. Good point. But um, yeah, so it was a, they did it in 20, 21 hours, 37 minutes, if I remember right. That's quick. So they fucking smashed it. And bearing in mind, like, Jake has got some back issues and potential yeah, nerve damage. That's it now. He's in a wheelchair now. So he was in, like, to be fair, he, the walking actually was, walking's not the bad bit for him. It's being sat down. Yeah, we discussed this last week. If you didn't listen to last week's, one, you can't be our friend anymore. But also, two, Jake has, like, an actual spinal nerve issue yeah yeah and decided and still did the three yeah he still pushed through it and got it done and he was actually he did surprisingly well so after i ben, legit would thought he would be he was gonna he would be in a, a like literally have to be being pushed around he was he was in a lot of pain after literally but, i genuinely thought he'd be in a wheelchair for a little bit just have to recover to yeah. be able to move around yeah or crutches at least well his missus was in the gym the next day training legs what i know savage she's a little woman as yeah, well yeah yeah she's like and like as well like she's she, very tiny she probably just Coasted up on a breeze. Well, to be fair though, Jake was saying whenever they go, sh- whenever they go up, because they were like, but they've done lots of practice and doing some long walks, and they'll check their step count. And basically, like she's doing three steps to every two he does. So wow. like her step count was like so way she, higher. Her journey's actually more impressive. Yeah, than yeah Jake's. exactly. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, that was really fun as well. What was she mad? Climbed an extra mountain. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, she pretty much. Four, yeah, she did an extra she did four one. peaks. Yeah, she so, did three peaks and the invisible. In in Ben Nevis, so at the bottom, I was like, because I was just chilling there. I downloaded some like episodes of Family Guy, and I was just on my phone watching that. Yeah, sunbathing. They were at the top. There was a meter and a half of snow, and they were sliding down the mountain. In they put their waterproofs on. The Jake's got a video of it, and he's literally just like sliding down. So that what? helped speed him up because they got to like <laughs> slow down the top it. But yeah, literally sunbathing at the bottom. Snow Sledging at the top. top. You gotta love Wales, don't you? Yeah, you gotta love that it. was Scotland. That was, was it Scotland? That was Ben Nevis, the first one. 
Oh, but can't. some of the roads on on Ben Nevis, Jesus, honestly, mate, it was like you're on a different. How planet. bad are Scottish roads? It's different. You planet, literally man. cross over. I don't know if people listening have been in Scotland or not, but when you cross from the border of England into Scotland, the funding for road upkeep literally stops at the sign that says "Welcome to Scotland." Yeah, and I'm not joking because I had to drive back. I went and competed up in Scotland when yeah. I was um, doing the bodybuilding shows. Mm-hmm. Driving, I had to drive back at night. Yeah, on a three-lane motorway, I couldn't judge where the car was on the road yeah. because there was no street lights. There was one cat's eye every, not joking, 30, 40 meters. <laughs> one cat's eye, yeah. and the only way you could kind of judge from the black, oily-looking thing you've seen out, you're like all it looks like is just black, dark darkness yeah. in front of you because there's no lights, no cat size, and every so often another car coming the other direction and you kind of gather up where you were. Yeah. And I just kind of drove in the middle yeah. of these three. It was an just no white lines. Yeah. The white lines are eroded away and no one's bothered to replace them. Yeah. The it's thing is the sketches. The road texture is not bad, but it's just everything else around it. It's all the safety features. <laughs> just oh. like, okay, there's the road and there's a cliff. <laughs> yeah. The, and then also the um impact barriers yeah. are Probably from the 1970s. Yeah. Or well, like, it's just say, it's just a small little metal fence. Well, where we were going at that point, I was going to say you either had nothing or you had just well, yeah, it was either just going off a cliff or then you've got like a, a slight brick I, wall, like honestly, a slight stone wall. Driving back, it was it was nighttime, and the moment we crossed over to England onto the road, mm. I was just like, I'm never complaining about these roads again <laughs> for a week. For a <laughs> for a week, I preach. Like you know, when you come back from holiday somewhere where it's like third worldy and you're like mm. oh my god i'm gonna appreciate everything i get back and after two weeks you forget yeah. and you're immediately back like oh my god i gotta wait how long for mcdonald's yeah some of the views though mate honestly were like just on the drive down, you can't believe they're even in this country can no you? honestly though it was a different planet it, it looked like something that you would have watched on fucking prometheus like it was honestly otherworldly and it's crazy that that's just up the road from us it's the same did it did we discuss ellen valley on the last one yeah, we did. Too. Yeah, yeah, that is the same thing. I'm going to ride back there this weekend. Yeah, just to get some pictures and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it's just you look at it and you think, how? How is this an hour and a bit away from my home? It's like literally being in the Algarve, looking down the the Algarve the, through the rock faces, the water. Obviously, it's it's not a it's not the river, but mm. it's that similar kind of valley aspect. Yeah, and you're like, this is Wales. <laughs> Did you see um, what me and Jake did on the way up? So like no. the whole time we were driving up there, they were just like, oh, wow, look at that, look at that. And I'm obviously driving, so I can't take, take mm. in the views quite as much. And um, we like were driving past this lock and they kept looking and then I found somewhere to pull up and I was just like, shall I stop here? And they're like, yeah, okay. So I pulled in. It's a place called Loch, Loch Lomond or Loch Lomond. I don't know how you pronounce it. Loch Lomond. Lomond. Yeah. Loch Lomond. Yeah. I don't know. Lock Lumont. And uh and then anyway, so like gave us a chance to stretch our legs, Jake could like stand up for a bit, walk around. Um we walked on down to the to the lock and there was a you know, some benches and stuff like that, so we chilled and it was gorgeous weather, really nice and sunny. And then like there was a bit of a like a ramp that went into the water, just obviously where the like boat ramp. Yeah, yeah, the boat ramp. Um and then like Jake had walked off and he was just like standing at the water's edge. And then, like, he shouted back to me, like, without looking, he shouted back. He's like, Lewis, do you, uh, do you mind if I get into my pants and go for a swim? And then he, like, turned around, and I was already, like, taking my shoes off <laughs> and, like, getting undressed. And I was just like, I said, like, uh, Chaz, I was like, sorry, you're going to have to just put up with me and Jake in our pants. And then we just fucked off into the lock and just went swimming for, like, half an hour in the, in the lock. Yeah. You're freezing. Yeah. 
Not that bad. No. It was cold at first, but it wasn't too bad. Like, I've I've had way worse. It was a little, like, because it, it was so was it, hot. Was the stuff touching your feet? You, well, we swam far enough out so nothing touched us. <laughs> All I hear in my head is, like, the Jaws theme tune. Yeah. Whenever I mean anything that's secluded water. Uh, it was just, like, seaweed and shit like that or whatever. It'd be, like, tick, tickling our toes. Tickling your toes, that's what, yeah. Yeah. But now it was it was gorgeous, mate, and we literally just chilled out. What in weekend? There. And uh, yeah, it was it, it broke the day. Jake's back felt amazing after that as well. Oh, they did the ice cold. Yeah, yeah, ice ice bath, and then obviously relieving all pressure because you're floating. Yeah. So talking of ice baths, and why is that got an X on it? I don't oh, know. it's it's recording. It's doing something. I don't like when you use something you're not used to using. It's like got a red camera symbol and then a cross on it. <clears throat> I don't know what that means. Does it say anything on the screen? It's recording on the screen. Goddamn technology. It's supposed to be a faithful servant. Anyway. Uh, what was I saying? Yes. Um, so baths. you said ice bath, which made me remind I have bought a portable sauna. Oh. Yeah. Bought a portable sauna. Because, th- well, here's the thing. So I'm starting, restarting the Shredded with a live series, 5th of July. Yeah, I'll see. So uh, filming the intro bits for that on Monday, Tuesday, because thankfully, after smashing my camera and thinking, well, that's all my timeline screwed, mm-hmm. my videographer Cal has doubled down and bought an R6, Canon yeah. R6. Good so luck, we're Cal. still on track. Well, well done, Cal. Cal. He, yeah, he wasn't going to buy it yet because he was still playing around using the Canon to see if he liked the OSR. Mm-hmm. So the R6 is a, technically a little bit of a step up. So it's in between the R6. And the, R- the R6 is in between the Canon EOS R and then the R5, which is like the big jump up. You're just saying the R5 is like records in like 8K, right. like ridiculousness. It's future proof for probably like the next five or six years. Yeah. So, but it's like four or five grand just for the body alone. Right. So it's, you know, a big investment. Yeah. But so he, he's gone halfway. He's got the R6. So we've got this 4K capabilities in no cropping and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it does autofocus within slow mo. So there's loads of cool little possibilities. But randomly has a smaller megapixel count than the USR, right? Which is bizarre. The USR has thirty megapixels, yeah, and the the R six has twenty, mm-hmm. which is behind something from like that's from like four years ago. It's almost downgrading, yeah. But it doesn't seem to affect the camera too much. I was going to say the megapixels is just like it's not actually as much of a factor. No, like... people, not as much as you. It's more about the sensor, yeah. But it still does mean that you're going to get less detail if you when you crop in on something. Mm-hmm. Because you've got less megapixels. So yeah. obviously the more you crop in, the more the pixels spread across the screen, the less yeah, yeah. there are on that screen. Yeah. So you get less of those fine details. But not that any normal person is going to really notice it that much, but it's a big step up in, in price. Yeah. That's the problem yeah. from the R6 to the US, but he got a spanking deal on it. Oh, there you go. Look, camera's just turning itself off. Bye. Bye, camera. Right, we're going to pause this and sort out the camera. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to turn you into a goddamn toaster. It's literally just turned off. How dare you? Oosh. Yeah, and then we're back. So it turns out that the um, red symbol of the camera in the top left means your camera is about to set on fire. It's yeah. going to shut down. Yep. The poor little thing got too hot. Yep. Got too hot. Couldn't handle our beautiful vision. It couldn't, and the room has gone down in between takes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we've just cracked This is it. spicy, dude. It does have some spice to it. So The heat does not die off. No. Can you can you remember what he said about there? So they've got a spice drum, and he said it literally is like it's actually like got heat. It's spicy as in spice. It's like literally like like yeah, chili Not, spice. Yeah. So might be interesting. I was uh, I really really want to try that. Do um, you? Oh, that's what we're talking about. I bought a portable sauna. Oh yes. So starting the new series, Shredded with a Life. 
So that it's going to be 5th of July. And I thought, I want to stay healthy. I've got to stay healthy for the series. Got to keep training. Got to be rigid with it. Because what I want to be doing is vlogging old school style. Full days of eating. Training. Breakdowns. Macros. The whole shibangity bang. Lifestyle, you know, how I'm feeling. all good just yeah. At least two videos a week minimum. Yeah. And then I've decided now, I want to get, I'm going to call it, mum worrying worrying mum lean <laughs> you know when your mum questions you yeah like is it healthy to look like that yeah i want to get that lean yeah my theory is to do that i'm going to need something that is regenerative mm -hmm. during the week so i'm going to think contemplating ice baths and saunas yeah so I got this little portable sauna it's about 80 quid from amazon mm -hmm. and it's basically a pop-up tent style thing with a steamer so it's basically a little steam room yeah they call it a sauna. Should we call it steam? Yeah, if it's a steamer. Yeah. So I'm basically dry, basically slow cooking myself yeah. in this thing. But I'm gonna kind of do that every like I just set it up somewhere and just do it like every day. Yeah. And try and keep myself loosey goosey because my shoulder is Yeah. Super like look at it. All, do you of, see my all of the wrong. Do, do you know what I found out? Uh during my time of having I realised I had shoulder pain for around about twelve to sixteen months mm. continually. And I just learned to live with it. And I now have a mechanism where I go to do something that used to hurt and I pre-wince yeah. to a pain that doesn't come anymore. <laughs> ah, I, oh. Literally. So I'll go like this, ready, and then my body starts to compensate. My trap starts to come in yeah. and it starts to, as I lift my arm to start lifting my shoulder for it and then the pain doesn't come. It's so weird. Yeah. And after about a week, I've kind of stopped myself Sto doing it. Yeah, how bad it. is it that that's how I was living? Yeah. Couldn't unrack a plate from a bar without going... Like, you know, prepping yeah. for the thought, the pain that was about to ebb through my shoulder. Wow. You just get used to it and just keep grinding. It is mad, isn't it, what you will adapt to? But I look back at pictures of my body now from four months, five months ago, three even three months ago, night and day difference because now I can actually press properly, concentrate, do things, lift things, have a will to train. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see actually how disgusting I'm going to look because I've, because I've been able to get back to training and I've actually started eating a little bit again properly, like looking at it, focusing, mm. making meals. Da, da, da. Yeah, you've gone up in white. Already, sure. Yeah, like, filling that again. Yeah, feel like quick. But now you say we're dieting the fifth, so I'm eating like a bitch for the next 10 days, yeah. just eating everything, yeah. biscuits, chocolate, the whole shit. So when we were talking about chocolate in here, I was like, I could do some chocolate. And every time I eat a biscuit or a bit of chocolate, I'm like, I'm going to miss this. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to keep it in a little bit, obviously, because it's macros. Yeah. But I, I prefer, I'm going to have to start volumizing food and just making conscious, yeah. clean food efforts because I don't want sodium well, bouncing around like, all the intakes. Because like, if you eat processed foods, sodium goes up. You can hold water, yeah. things like that. I want to start looking like silly. Yeah. And I reckon, I'm, I reckon if I can, I've never been 190 pounds. Mm -hmm. I've always like, so if I can get to 190 pounds before I start the diet, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. What are you at now? 187 point something at the end of the day. So I could push oh, it just to get... I could pace. mad, that difference, though. I'm just thinking the difference between me and you, because I'm trying to work this out. I have out a tiny little bone structure underneath. Look at my eight-year-old Asian girl joints. So I was 210 pounds at my heaviest. Yeah, you see, twenty How, whole pounds. We've done this before, though. Yeah, I, yeah, but because I, I don't, I always work in kilograms. Girthy, but that's fucking. Mad. Yeah, so I'm eighty. I think I got to eighty-seven at my heaviest, mm -hmm. but I now don't feel heavy at eighty-seven. Mm -hmm. And when I've hit that before, I felt like buffalo. Yeah, like, ugh, not comfortable. Yeah, now it's like oh, 
I think your still, body does have to acclimatise to it. Like I remember, step system. Yeah. Little by little. I remember watching, like, um, it was a More Plates, More Dates video, and he said, like, you know, when he first... And this was even more exaggerated, because when you're taking steroids... Oh, I watched the same one. You push past, like, those kind of limits yeah. that you would normally have. So he said, like, the first time he was at X amount of weight... 220 like, or Yeah, the first time he was at 220, it was super uncomfortable, and he just felt bloated all the time, whatever else. And then he dieted down, and then when he went into his next bulk, like, a year later or six months later or whatever it was... Yeah. He got to 220 and that was fine. And he actually was able to get to like 225 or 230 yeah. before he started getting that feeling. And each time he'd diet down and then get back up, it was just a, a slightly leaner version of him at the same weight. But also he, it felt more comfortable and sustainable for the talking body. talking about this with a lad in the gym who randomly came up and was just like, you look sick, dude. Yeah. And he didn't follow me nothing. It was yeah. just a gym moment. Yeah. Those pure gym moments yeah. where one bro goes to another gym yeah, bro like, look good bro and you're like you too bro yeah <laughs> and uh, he uh we were talking about the weight thing yeah. and i was saying how it's only now after over 15 years of lifting mm. that my muscle has dug in yeah that i don't see it dissipate super quickly anymore yeah after that amount of time and most people will like get up to a weight and be like made it and then they just diet off and they never dig in yeah, that, yeah. that muscle again because then they'll diet off look great and then they'll fall off from the gym for a little bit then they come back and yeah. do the bulk again it's you've got to be consistent yeah i think for a while like a lot of people obviously they want to do the they want to get shredded and look great but also obviously a part of that you need to you have to bulk up to actually gain a good amount of mass and i think there's definitely something to be said for like having that mass for an extended period of time like mm. when once you've bulked up don't immediately like peak at a, a top weight and then be like right i'm cutting down now like you know it's okay to like you gotta stay at, stay at that for a little bit yeah and even not diet down to be to drop off it because you can't like it's not a matter of just peaking getting there and then dropping straight back down you've got to sit and dig in and yeah keep that muscle same as if you looked at get to any level of condition or something you'd have to reverse out and maintain that muscle that you've held in that De deficit because if you just stop after that body keeps chewing yeah and this is the problem and this is the this is a life long goal mm. ever changing and too many people are hopping on psalms and shit for a short term average look yeah to then drop off it feel shit afterwards dude i did i think i did i did a oh i've started the motor vlog hey on yawn <sighs> Oh, I had very little sleep last night. You know when you go to sleep, but you don't know if... And then you keep waking up and you don't know if you've been asleep. Yeah. yeah. And you can't work out whether you just had a really deep thought process or whether you actually fell asleep. Yeah, whether you drifted off. And I refuse, I refuse to look at the clock because like, you do not need to know. It yeah. doesn't matter what the time is. Yeah. And all you're going to do is make like panic yourself. Yeah. But all through the night, same thing. I think it was just a bit warm. Very muggy. Yeah. And so I am oh, wrecked. Yeah, I'm tired as well. Yeah. You're, you're at baby level eye rubbing tired. Yeah, you're like, I am, man. I'm not tired. I won't go to bed. <laughs> this, the last couple of weeks have been manic, mate. I'm fucking, yeah, proper needing needing some sleep. You need the downtime, don't you? Well, fortunately, I've got a whole week off. What? I've got to do my bathroom in that week. So oh, I've got a week off. I've got a week off work to go do some other work. To go do labouring. <laughs> but also, like, at the end of the day, though, I've, that's at my own time schedule and... Like, it's been really good. We've got two new members of staff starting on Monday. So whenever this comes out, like, yeah, we've got a new assistant manager and we've got a new coach both starting. So we've been doing a lot of work to kind of get everything prepped for that. So that's... That'll that's, take a load off you once it's yeah, like, active. Yeah, like, I think short term, like, over the next month, they're still going to need a lot of looking after while they get the ropes down. But um, 
I think after that point, it will start alleviating mm. things. And and again, there has just been a big push. We we've had another great month. Another like this will be a, a last month was our best month. This one's going to be even better. Just beats it. Yeah, and no doubt the month after that will beat that one. We're we're really on a roll and growing real quick, which is great. And it's just um, it's now just because I I love progress i was talking to somebody about it today like for me i have to be like chasing after something yeah, like i'm addicted to to making progression in, in in anything like whether that be training or the business or like my personal life or just learning like obviously i listen to a lot of audiobooks like i have to feel like i'm moving forward in some way because yeah. like i get miserable if i don't and like for the business now we've been stagnant for such a long time due to covid Ugh. now like the fact that all you know what i mean all restrictions for the for for the gym anyway are off it's it's so hard to like pull away when when there's when there's progress to be made and i can do it i've got all the things in place to do it i just it's really hard to like actually take a step back and have a fucking day to chill or something like that but yeah yeah but it's all good yeah, but it's long fun. term you won't keep going with it you'll have to designate and do that and that's yeah the of course i will have to designate that's the same with me like i was getting so delegate. engrossed in the finer details of dealing with every edit and everything. Da, da, da. I'm slowly learning to just hand it off and only just do the finishing touches yep. and stuff to get it to my standard. That's it. There's only so many hours in a day, isn't there? Yeah. And like as, as you grow and develop, you want to do more things, but then inevitably something's got to give. Yeah. it's. It, I mean, they all, and they all tell you the same thing, don't they? No matter who you listen to, they all say the same thing. You cannot manage every single... Uh, detail of every single thing you're going to do because if you grow it becomes a, an entity in its own being mm -hmm. and so that has to be you have to hand off the more basic stuff yeah to, to get done and you go concentrate on doing something bigger mm -hmm. but like it, it's frustrating uh, for me because I, I started getting into that mode and then all the stuff I had planned that was going to take would have kept my focus away from the smaller stuff got cancelled because of COVID yeah but now I've um, I had a really cool idea I, I realised that I'm an idiot because I know fighters. Mm, yeah. I did it. Yeah. I trained with these guys. And I was like, why was I waiting for so long to go and film out in just Ireland with yeah. a fighter? It's like, I know boys from up north who are, I know one guy, so he's called Luke Turner. Mm. And he is probably one of the most savage Thai boxers yeah. you'll watch. He's the kind of guy that accepts a championship fight on like 24 hours notice. Yeah. And wins. Yeah. And so I just messaged him. Yeah, he's a tattoo artist now. Yeah, which is also pretty cool. That's sick. But he uh, he messaged me about getting back in shape because he's getting back into training and doing stuff again. And it just flagged as my brain went. Why don't you do a video with Luke? Like yeah. bring in these guys who you used to fight and spar with, who are talented fighters. Yeah, and do do some fun videos. We've got like Mark Goddard as well now. Mark we? Goddard from yeah. So basically, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to get back in touch with um, Stu. God, my hair's really naughty. Um, get back in touch with Stu, do some videos with Stu. I thought about doing some jiu-jitsu chokes, yeah. uh, top five chokes at close range or something. Yeah. Or I haven't been like to jits for like five, five weeks now. Like, yeah, I've not been for a little while. I've just been so busy. But like, hopefully not next week, the week after. Actually, no, tell totally. like It'll be the week after that. That's <laughs> when I should be available. That's yeah. when I should have a bit of time. But yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm doing. Bringing back that fight series with Luke. And hopefully getting myself back in as well, doing some training. I, I, if you, like, I'm not inviting myself along here, but if you want, because I used to box, I boxed for a good few years, never did any kind of, like, tie boxing or anything like that, but I really enjoy striking, um, and I'm shit at it at the moment, so it'd be really cool to, like, have, obviously, you're going to be far 
better at your striking than, than I am, just way more dialed in. Pack a punch. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it'd be cool to kind of tag along with some of that if you've got time. Wait, the wait, ooh, there goes a ring. Can I have that back? Wow, that fired right off my finger. That was a bit odd. Oh, you see if it fits your, li- shut up. If my main ring oh, fits your that. little fat, chubby, chipolata finger. Uh, it goes on, that it, would, it's a bit tight on that one. But at least it fits the man, at least it fits oh, a man finger still. It went on. Yeah. But it will. That would have. Oh my god! How girthy are your fingers? Thick boy fingers, mate. Just to give you a perspective, guys, this is a size like ten and a half ring. Ladies, watch out! <laughs> on my, and I have it on my index finger. Is that your index finger? Yeah, index finger. And Lou just put it on his little finger and it didn't fall off. Yep. Your little finger is as thick as every other finger on your hand. You sausage, sausage hands. They are sausage hands, to be fair. Speaking of which, we have sausages in the fridge for bangers and mash yeah. after this. Yeah, Lex messaged me yesterday going, I'm making an order from Sainsbury's, what do you want? And I was like, we had bangers and mash a few yeah. weeks ago, I really like that. So I've got some uh, proper pork sausages, like Lincolnshire pork sausages or something, Yeah. and then cheddar cheesy mash. Ooh. And then we'll make the gravy. Fuck, I'm so Make hungry. a nice gravy, go over top. Gravy? I don't want to be a pie. I don't want to be a pie. I don't like gravy. (laughs) If you know what that's from, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube. Yes, please. I don't want to be a pie. I don't want to be. Oh, we've got the red fucking thing again on the camera. Oh, shit. This camera is too, we're too hot for the camera. I know. It's going to cut out again. I think, like, should we carry on with no no footage? This is, this is the problem. Yeah. With, uh, this is why you need, you can't just function on these little tech pieces even though they're really clever and really good yeah so for something like this it's literally incapable yeah. and we've opened the window behind it to give it a nice backdraft and it's still crying mm. little red camera dot i don't think anyone will mind if we carry on with no what we're gonna do well yeah. i will because it makes my editing a bitch oh really because i have to tag all the sound to nothing to then re-tag it when the video comes back in it makes my life a pain well, why don't you turn it off for a little bit now, then turn back on <laughs> We'll just same, carry on, t- we'll carry on talking. pain. <laughs> well, well, okay. We'll see how long it lasts until it dies. Yeah. Do you want to jump onto the questions? We can do. We were at um, about 50 minutes-ish into the podcast. We're thinking whether it's worth maybe wrapping this one up a little quicker because of the technical issues. Ooh, but... The anger of the people in the cars. Uh, the anger. We... Yes. No, I don't mind. It's only 10 minutes to let it cool down, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. We can, we can keep we'll, it rolling. We'll pursue. We'll put, what, what, not pursue. We will persist. Persist, yeah. Persist through the technological I'm so excited. issues. I'm so excited to do these giveaways. I know. I like the fact that we were just getting the opportunity to do it. Yeah, it is really cool. Like, um, literally, you think this is a joke, but it's not. The reason me and Lex started doing this is to get free alcohol. <laughs> that actually was a goal. This is not, this, that was like, that is one of the goals. We literally said, wouldn't it be cool if we could get a sponsored by like a, a, a drinks company? Yeah, it's just like, how sick is that that yeah. you just get free alcohol? Like, and, 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 slowly, and we're at surely. a point, yeah, we're, we're working slowly. our way up there. And like, it's awesome to work with these companies that are local. Yeah, that's and Because cool. he was explaining about like the big four, wasn't he, when we went and saw the Burning Barn mm. guy and like they've kind of dominated the market for a long time. Yeah. But now like these kind of more... You like, should support the little companies. independent batch brewers. You definitely should. They care about their product so much. Like this one was literally brewed on, in the dude's family estate. Yeah, yeah. And like... like that's so good. But, and, but, and as well, also, don't be 
don't be like kind of fooled to think oh just because you can get it in in tesco's doesn't mean that they're a massive company like yeah, no. the, the, he worked so hard to get in with those kind of mainstream very but clever, like well. he's yeah he, he's still a relatively small business and like it's him his business just, and four other people that's yeah it. yeah actually that's blowing my mind today i just thought from monday like including the directors of bcb we've got 11 members of staff oh god that's scary yeah it's that's like mad, children it? yeah i know that's mad isn't it that's like blowing my mind a little bit and i know that probably sounds like not a lot to some people oh, there goes not... the camera ah. i'm gonna leave it off a little bit okay yeah, but sorry guys if you're on youtube um we've gone black we're gonna go back for a little bit because otherwise it's just gonna be we're gonna be like midnight before we finish this podcast yeah. and it is because yours truly smashed up the other camera and broke it and mm. this one is just having a little bit of a panic attack yeah it's, it's under pressure it is the camera's having stage fright yeah. it's under pressure it's panicked it's been thrown into the spotlight it doesn't like it it's used to being sat on the desk downstairs mm. just happily chilling premature ejaculation that's Watching what it was <laughs> it was just like oh god no oh. <laughs> and i'm like look at it little thing i bought it a full-on rig surround as well to make me want to use it more i bought you a rig man and it still doesn't want to play ball yeah it's just a nervous nervous sweaty guy in the corner it's it's what like, it is what it is the nervous little geeky thing in the corner that's like you call on it's the reserve kicker on yeah. a football team yeah. or a rugby team yeah. and the other guy is injured and is suddenly called up and he never expected to have to actually play a game mm-hmm. and now it's in it's not it can't handle it no no that, yeah, what I was saying, so like, it is mad that like we'll have eleven total people in the business, which is, which is mad to think that like indirectly responsible for like you know their their livelihoods and yeah. making sure that they're that is living a, their life. It's is crazy, the, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice though as well. Yeah, oh, I love it. Scary I really like nice. it. Like, it's nice to to be able to like be in that position where we can obviously like they work for us and the, the you know we pay them for. A, for a, an exchange of skills services. yeah exchange of services but like it's good to kind of have to be able to support people that's kind of a nice thing to do like be their employer yeah uh, yeah it is it's really cool and like it probably sounds really insignificant for a lot of people but being in this situation it is oh, and as well think of everything bizarre. we've gone through you're in, you've taken on employees the moment covid's kind of released which is another nice thing yeah we, giving some people an opportunity we we wanted to do this like we were ready to do this right before COVID kind of happened. We were kind of gearing up to do it, and then obviously got everything got derailed, and you know it was scary times. We didn't know what was going to pan out. But one thing I wanted to talk uh, about, which I haven't already, was you know Brett, Brett versus Godzilla, who always comments. Oh yeah, elite, and guaranteed there's going to be a load of questions there from Brett. Brett versus no, he's not no, there. Not there. Oh, he's let he, me down. He might be dead. He may have died. He may have died. So he came to the gym last Friday. Oh, right, yeah. And I met him. Oh, so sick. yeah. So, like, obviously, he, he's been listening to the podcast, always leaves questions. Yeah. And he yeah, does. He was killing questions. Yeah. He came down, trained. I was actually, like, in a lot of meetings when he was there. And. <laughs> I was in the toilet having a piss, <laughs> and then it came in. Because you're I, a rock star. Yeah, I turned and saw him. I was like, oh, all right, Brett. I was like, and what an apt time to see me when I got my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> it's in tune with what we do. Yeah, exactly. And uh, no, it was really good having a chat with him. So I'm sure you're listening to this now, Brett. So hello, mate. It was good seeing you. And he I loved trying I hope you didn't see too much of Lou. Yeah. Well, I hope you did, mate. <laughs> was he girthy? Yeah. Was it, worth, was it as good as my fingers? That's what I want to <laughs> yeah. Was it a little finger worthy? <laughs> 
But uh, so yeah, man, it was it was good seeing him, and it was nice having a chat. Yeah, it was his birthday like a few days before, wow. and um, he had like a whole birthday weekend planned out, and yeah, part of that was coming in training, which was sick. Good. And like a few other people have come up to me and and like spoke about this. Like the I feel like as of the last couple of weeks, the the crew cast has like had a little bit of a boost in yeah, I don't know traction. Cool. Really, yeah. Very cool. There will be a little spot, I guess, when you know people tell other people about it. And if you guys do share our episodes, if you like one, you share it. It helps you in some way. Please share it because at the moment, all algorithms are fighting against creators. It doesn't seem like they're supporting anybody at the moment. No, it's, it's very negatively affecting most people right now. It, it's it's all driven to kind of monetary value. Yeah, to corner you into paying to yep. to boost stuff, which that. It's a business, so I get it. No, like, I don't get it because the creators have helped build these platforms and they're fucking over the people that put them where they are. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're the people they're that are where they are. They're going to revenue regardless. The people, the people that are where they are now probably weren't the people that we actually helped initially. Like, they've got they've got the board of directors in now which are pushing numbers. Oh, and different people come in. Yeah, yeah. and it's just a case of but, now it's a business. It's not a platform. Look, what happened, look, what happened, look what's happened to Facebook. That's what they're going to... It's a dead platform now. Yeah. In, like, what, 10 years, that's going to make them nothing because it'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus Christ, like, running our ads on Facebook, there is so much shit now. Really? And it's like... The stuff that you can't even do anything about and ads perform terribly. So um, Apple have done this kind of update. It's been going on for like the last six months, but it's finally kicked in. And it's where kind of Apple's privacy policy blocks a lot of like advertising through third parties. Hmm. So all Facebook ads and Google ads and everything else don't work very efficiently with any Apple products now, which is great for people that are, you know, have Apple devices and don't want kind of things to get shown to them in terms mm. of like, oh, I don't want to see any ads for anything ever other than what Apple allows. But all that's going to happen is now Apple's going to market that and they're going to have their own advertising platform. So they're just they're just blocking out Facebook and Google so then they can do it themselves because it's such a profitable Christ. thing. So, Well, let's yeah. get off the negativity of the fucking conglomerates fucking everybody over as usual in their inhuman manner. And let's go on to your beautiful people's beautiful faces questions. Mm. So, here we go. Disappointed with Brett. I thought I was waiting for like 12 questions. Yeah, yeah the no, no, I don't know if Brett's been that. He was killing it at the beginning. Maybe he's still surviving from the hangover from mm. last week. <laughs> he's, he's barely clinging on. He does pop up regularly. But it, we, today we've got, starting with must be fitness. Let, let's say we make contact with aliens. Are you smashing? If they look like the green alien from Star Trek, yes. If they look like the aliens from Independence Day, no. Yes. <laughs> Still yes. Still yes. So it looks like alien no, from I don't aliens. think you would return with a penis with if the Independence Day. If it's a xenomorph, day. yes. Xenomorph sex. <gasps> You're so... That's a bad way to go. <laughs> that's a bad way to go. Like, Imagine gleefully hopping towards it with a hard-on. As that teeth thing came out. So I remember, so this may be too much information for a lot of people, but I remember, what was it called now? It was like Andromeda. Did anyone ever watch Andromeda? It was a an TV old show. TV program. No, I didn't And there was it. a blue woman on it, and she was hot. She hot. Yeah. Isn't the one the blue woman in Star Wars? No, I'm thinking of X-Men. Yes. She's hot too. So if we're talking mystique. Andromeda blue woman, X-Men blue woman, aliens, yes, we're smashing. Anyone who's woman. blue, Smurfs, fuck them. Yes. <laughs> Actually, mm-hmm. being as I said, Smurfs, fuck them. After you've done, like, listening to this, 
type in on YouTube, Papa Smurf, can I lick your ass? Oh, it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Oh, that was ages ago, that was. That this was the door of the internet. It's, yes, it really is. Yeah. This was around the same time of um, that, what was it, gorefest.com or something. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Papa Smurf, it might hilarious. Mm-hmm. That is time well spent by some students. Yeah, well done, guys. Whoever did that, you're probably like also if you if you're really bored in the office, type in um, I think it's Stickman Games or something like that. Oh God, yeah, are they still going? They must be. There was like emulators. um, It's freaking brilliant. You're a Stickman. You have got like Matrix style game with Stickman. It's brilliant. There was was a few sites like that because early days with like Ebombs World, and then there was like Ebombs World, AlbinoBlackSheep.com. God, I never saw that one. That was another really cool one, and they had like all these weird ass games. AlbinoBlackSheep.com. I don't know. I don't know if that. There you go. We've just ruined your um, office productivity bell curve. I don't even know if that's still going, mate. I was at school when that came (laughs) out. Like that's. I put in a, a funny a thing the other day. Someone, I did a uh, Ask Me Anything thing. Actually, yeah. I'm going to do it tomorrow. So it will have been a Sunday now, so you'll have already read this. But I will put up a thing saying Ask Me Anything. I'm going to do one a week yeah. and answer some questions on Insta stories. And uh, someone asked me if I had OnlyFans. I thought, yeah. Oh, and, and it's a swipe up to badges, badges, badges.com. Yeah. <laughs> I swiped up. I was just like, hold on a minute. What are we doing here? I was, I was like, like why am I not subscribed already? Number one, it's a good wind-up, but two, if you've never seen badgesbadgesbadges.com, oh, what a love, website. I would love to have the swipe-up function just to fucking mess with people <laughs> all the time. I might start doing that as a mess I might yeah. start doing Every time, yeah. fun swipe-ups. Um, okay, here we go. Next question. Iwin Vickery, cool name. Uh, Lex, do you still think you might have a boxing match? Actually, would you both do one? Would you do? A, would you have a boxing match? Yeah, fuck yeah. You would. I'd love to. You'd happily do that. Yeah. Yes, um, I will. As long as my shoulders are compromised, I think, because my original idea was to diet down, do a boxing match, and then go into a show just to mm-hmm. prove you could stay functional and do a show, Yeah. which might still be a great plan. The problem is, is finding somebody that's fair for me to fight that's not a professional fight, because I'm... I have a history in fighting. Yeah. So to fight somebody without a history in fighting is unfair. So when I went to do the white collar boxing match, I'll fight you. they would have, they literally were going to have to find someone special to pair me up with because yeah. the people who were doing it were ba- learning to box through the charity thing. Yeah. So it made no sense. I would have just pasted whoever it was. Yeah. I'll fight you, mate. Yeah, but you're you're horrible. No. <laughs> because no, I can't I, fight you so because to finish you, I'd have kid. to try and knock you out. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. That's very different no, be so to just funny. having a boxing match. Fuck it, let's do it in your back garden. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for it. We, we should do something funny on a video for YouTube. In the yeah, garden. I think, like I've said this before, we should just literally get the gloves out, get the fucking head guards on. And have and a just, wallop. Yeah, just yeah. have fun. I haven't boxed for fucking ages, so I probably would be ruthlessly shit. Yeah, well, I'm going to be dog shit. I haven't done yeah. it for a very long time. We should have it at Gumshield's in, though, just in case. yeah. Oh, I, I don't find mine. I don't need my teeth. Oh, mine is somewhere. I'd have to remold it now because I've had like Invisalign. Oh yeah. Mm, I still got the attachments on my teeth because I can't be asked to go and do the final bit where they remove them and do all the bits. Oh really? I've never noticed. <laughs> yeah, if you actually look at my teeth, look there. See that attachment there? There, oh. there, and oh, there's only two. One, two, three, four. On the oh, top, never all on my top that. teeth there. Yeah. Wow. And I just got to the point where I got sick man. of putting them in and out in and out because I was travelling and I just fucked it off. I'm so lucky. I need to I finish am. it off. I'm really, really lucky. Like, fucking blessed by genetics that I've like... Good teeth. Yeah, I've never... I've been to the dentist like a couple of times and they're just like, yep, they're fine. Ooh. Hello. Camera's back on. <laughs> the camera's Hello. randomly booted back up then. Hello. Is it, is it recording or have you got to click I don't know, it's got a really weird like screen capture from when it 
for oh that's a playback uh, for right. the screen that's yeah. why that was weird I thought where's he got that screen from it's, well, let's see how long it lasts again whilst we get through these yeah, questions it's obviously cooled down enough that's cool well, I think it's because I reactivated the app uh, and it come back on which I didn't know it did hello again hello Oh, we're back. Hello. We'll see you for like 15 minutes until we disappear again. <laughs> right, you have to start tensing your arm again now. Who's that so relaxed, man? Yeah, just chilling. <clears throat> just just chilling. chilling. You're looking vascular, to be fair, mate. Am I? That's the whiskey. Uh, rum, even. Yeah, I'm not. Benefits of drinking makes you vascular. Do you remember when you used to go out, wake up next morning, and you were oh. shredded? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh. Drinking and eating cheesy chips is the way forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're dieting all all the time, and yeah. then you just do that, then look crazy, and you're just like, God damn, God damn, I should eat more cheesy chips, cheesy chips and whiskey. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Um, yes. So we will. Yes. The boxing match thing. If I manage to get something sorted that actually works and worth my time, worth getting punched in the face for. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's your favorite ever quality street chocolate orange? Yeah. And the yeah. purple one. Yeah, so I can't have a lot of the quality because of my, cause my allergies, allergy. but Terry's chocolate orange. God damn. I do like that. Did you have the um, the, the, the candy popping one? No, I did not. <gasps> is that, Dude, you didn't even that... experiment. They've got white chocolate, candy popper, dark chocolate, normal Terry's orange, what then the, the honeycomb fuck? Terry's orange. Hold on. What are your Christmases even about? I had no idea that any of those existed. Well, I'll, buy you a, I'll buy you a popping candy. Terry's Thank you, mate. Terry's Don't do it now because I'm dieting. But... <laughs> no, for next week and we'll eat it on the oh, podcast. The whole thing. All right, I'm not eating all day. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you could level up in life, like in the video games, where would you put your next skill point? What a Sneak. question. Sneak. <laughs> Sneak? Yeah. Oh, you're talking Skyrim. Yeah. I'm going here. I would go with... No, that's not strength. even Strength. I'd, I'd pop my strength skill. I'd, so I'd go in like speech craft. I feel like kind of leveling up your... Your ass is always so much smarter than mine. <laughs> and mine is so better. Oh, faster. I want, I want more muscles. More make boom boom harder. <laughs> so yeah. I've gone make boom boom harder. You've gone for the intellectual level of upping your skill set to be able to so this this is this is of the gab this is a lesson learned from playing a lot of rpgs playing like fallout and skyrim and stuff like that so you can just make a badass beefy character that's a fucking savage Unit. and kicks ass from from the start because he's just strong and powerful but then as you get into the later game you'll realize that just being a brute doesn't really get you anywhere and you fucking run into a lot of like kind Can't of roadblocks talk out of stuff. yeah whereas going for a more kind of stealthy or intellectual character always pays off in the long run and actually makes for a way better build. Yeah, but I like Smash Mash. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> and then if Smash Mash doesn't work, I add an extra Smash. Normally what I do, so when, I, when I'll when i do, like, it's been a long time since I've fucking played through games in their entirety, but, like, I'll do, like, a playthrough of a game. First one is I'm a fucking savage. I'm going to just, like, <laughs> pop head left, right and centre, yeah. not giving a shit. And then my second playthrough is like, okay, I was a dick last time. <laughs> I'm going to be a bit more intelligent. And then you're like, oh, wow, that person whose head off popped the first instance of meeting them, there's a whole storyline that goes along with <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. It's like, I killed yeah. you instantly. Yeah, it just shot you right in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was a question that Brett asked me yeah, with any like game Fallout it, 3. Any game where it gives you options to, to that don't can affect the game but don't stop it carrying on. Mm-hmm. I kill everyone. Yeah, because then you're just like, <laughs> this storyline is no longer available. This yeah. And you're just like, oh man, I probably Aww. shouldn't have killed them. Yeah. And then that, but then that does at least entice you to play it through again. Oh. 
Okay, here we go. Uh, if you could make everyone in the world believe one thing true or not, what would it be? Um, that oh, so I would I would like to make it something along the lines of I'd like to remove pettiness and nastiness. So I'd like to I'd like to make people believe that mine that some I don't know how I would phrase it, but something like minor pettiness or nastiness isn't worth their time. Make them believe that it's not it's not going to result in anything. Yeah. Be it negative or positive. So that they just don't do it. Yeah. No, that's good. That's really good. I think I would probably, again, it's hard to kind of wrap up in a sentence and I'd have to think about it a lot more to make it much more concise. But something along the lines of um, the the fact that it's okay that everybody's different and everyone can be different, but it doesn't mean that everyone, anyone has any less or more value than other people. Yeah. And that's completely fine. So communism. Just everyone. everyone Mental communism. No, just that everyone is like we're all we're all how, how on a level playing field. We can do what we want. Our and... brains both went to a roughly the same area though, because we're so fed up with all the nonsense that we're seeing yeah. about all this bullshit things that really don't make any fucking difference in the world. Yeah. Other than people having a moan. Yeah, yeah. I think like you know that's general consensus. I think most people are fed up with it. And it's only the small minority making these big noises about. Fucking gender neutral nonsense. And have you seen the oh, fuck me, dude? The transgenders competing in women's sports. Yeah, fuck all of you. Okay, yeah. guys, unpopular opinions. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Those women by camera. Oh, hang on. I'm gonna pause it because that's just a battery issue. How's <laughs> <laughs> it like in, uh, walking downstairs and then back upstairs? <laughs> just, you won't have heard that because I didn't press record, but my knee just basically went. Yeah, literally sounded Twice. like his patella fucking fell off and leg rattled day, down two his, days ago. Yeah, leg rattled day, two days ago. Leg. Hang on, let me get back in my zone of madness. Hang on, zoom. Fuck all you transgender assholes, right? Who are fighting, literally fighting, yeah, to women with women's sports. When because obviously it's combat sports that women are involved with. These women have worked their fucking asses off to be the elite level at where they are yeah. against other women, mm-hmm. and then these male. You're male. They, if you if you've been a male, you've had you have gone through puberty with the testosterone benefit and hormonal benefit of a man. I don't yeah. care what you are now. Yeah. You are not you are not on a level playing field with these women. So you are basically by allowing them to go in against these other women, you're undermining all of the talent, all of the skill, all of the time, all of the effort that these women have put in to be the best of the best. Yeah. And basically allowed a long head dude to come in and kick fuck out of them yeah. and just smash records. Yeah. Men the, race men go against men because it's a level playing field. Women go against women, level playing field. Yeah. So transgender goes against transgender. Yes, hundred percent. How is that not so fucking simple? Yeah. They're still competing. We will still watch it. It's it's a challenge. Yeah. Surely they would want that. Yeah. Why would you want to just go in and dominate everything? Yeah. Yeah. Because again, clearly, where's it's the not, fun? It's, it's like not using a cheat code and a game. Yeah. Exactly. Like I. I am not against transgender competing in no, sport at all, but not. I do feel that that needs to be a, a special category also, for them. Yeah. Because, like you said, going through puberty as a male, the bone structure, everything else, there is, there's more... Uh, Did you see what happened to when the first transgender combat sport thing happened? Yeah, yeah. She, she smashed the other woman's eye socket, socket within a minute, within 90 seconds. Yeah. Basically broke the woman's skull. Yeah. The, there is... 
where is there's a whole level of how are you even looking at the safety yeah. of the women you're putting into that sport if you're allowing that to happen it's yeah. so sketchy for me as well it really i think the worst part about it so again like my my fiance emma she she's competed in athletics since she was a kid she does like long jump triple jump sprinting mm. events whatever else and it's just like and that's a big part of her life and again just athletics in general like some women have worked their fucking asses off to to do amazing feats. And you're and undermining all of their achievements. Yeah, because the the in I may be wrong, but as far as I'm aware, in pretty much every single sport, men outperform women. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Well, like, listen, if you we, take that derogatory way, you're denying all biology and the fact that we have more skeletal muscle, testosterone that's higher than women yeah. that allows us to do these things. We have so, certain... Shh, yeah, we have we advantages saying, in the physical realm. That, if you have that, an issue with what Lewis just said, seriously, reevaluate your life because you, there's realism in the world. Just yeah. fucking... This is the problem. Yeah. People refuse to accept the realistic boundaries of biology. Yeah. You can't deny gender. Yeah. It's biological. It's not, a cho it's not a choice of whether you're born with, you know, dick or vagina, boobs. No. What, it's literally nature taking mm -hmm. a pick. Mm -hmm. And you can't just say, that doesn't exist. You can fucking touch it and poke it. You get told <laughs> off for it and you often... It's not... It's frowned upon. Yeah, but you can But you can it. still do it. Yeah, because it exists. So yes, basically, like the the it it just undermines a, a lot of the kind of things that people have worked for to to get there. And you're saying about your missus? Uh, yeah, basically, you know, it, it's I've, I've lost my kind of my train of thought with it, but it's because I talked about poking penises. You po it? Yeah, you talked about poking penises, but <laughs> yeah. Long story short, there's there's a lot more that goes into it than just testosterone levels. Because okay, uh, for for example, a guy who then you know becomes a woman that's mm -hmm. that's obviously completely fine and you can do that 100 and i don't disagree with that at remember all. where you're going i'm but, just going to make the statement of the problem is is these people think that anyone who crosses over and says that they don't approve of this mm -hmm. is um going against the fact of the transgender themselves that's yeah. not what's in question it would be the no, same no. as if a man said i want to only compete against women yeah like everyone would be like no it's not fair yeah nobody cares that you're transgender mm -hmm. you do what you want yeah. we'll call you what you want or whatever yeah but we're just talking about the general logistics of it being safe it being fair and it being competitive yeah if i you know if i turned up at a school and identified as an eight-year-old and smashed everyone <laughs> at sports yeah, day exactly that's not fair no and that there's a biological yeah. difference because I'm an adult. Yeah, there'd be some people in the world that say it's your right to identify as an eight-year-old and yeah. do that. Yeah, and like, these people are morons. And and like, where do you draw those boundaries? And it's a it's a really hard kind of distinction to make. But you know, when when somebody goes through a sex change and they take a lot of hormones, which is gonna and they go through operations, which will suppress their natural testosterone and everything else, that's fine. And they are at a disadvantage. Comparatively to, to other men. Compared to what they were. Yeah. And compared to where they were. But they still went through puberty. They still got the bone structure. They still got the muscle bone mass. density. Still, yeah, the bone density. Especially when you talk about combat sports. And also, potentially, they've done years of training as a, as a male. Yeah. So that's like saying... Which they have, because they're in competitive sport. Yeah, so if... Um, and this happens all the time as well, so I'm not going to deny this. But like, so you're competing as a natural athlete. And imagine a world where drug testing worked perfectly well and there was no one who could sneak past. If you do drugs for 15 years and take all the steroids in the world and then become natural, 
after all of those and then you'd be like, oh, I'm natural now, I can compete with all the others. Yes, doesn't in, matter a the test, fact, in a test, you might, you yeah, would be. Yeah. It doesn't matter the fact that you've had 15 years of training with mm -hmm. steroids so you can recover faster, you can train harder, you can, yep. you've got all of the bank of myonuclei and everything else that kind of comes along with that and then now you're natural. And now you get to compete with other natural people. Like and this comes back to, disadvantage, to so. my argument in total, which always says, and this is my argument for general everyday law, yeah. is there should be a common sense law. We in, need a warning on system. here when that question got asked and it was like <laughs> triggered. <laughs> yeah, not even triggered, just sensible should come up on the screen. Mm. Fucking common sense should just pop up. But like, I, I have this argument that, you know, when you see the, just the, the judicial system fail because of the red tape yeah. and the legal um, boundaries that they're bound by, yeah. that the judge can't condemn someone to the level they should be yeah. because of their age or some obscure little fuck up in the yeah. um, evidence. Mm -hmm. There should be a common, a, a, a common sense law that the judge is able to, activate and say under the ruling of the common sense law i'm going to advise that even though this was messed up or you're in this situation you should still as a result of your crimes be sentenced to such and such yeah. then that goes through to a national judgment you know yeah, whatever take, where they deem it as being yes that is allowed to be put forward the the law is in place there it abides by it and then it overrides the nonsense that gets those people off scot-free yeah yeah. And that would stop a lot of these petty bullshit, comp uh, well, not petty, sorry, some of these repeat criminals getting mm -hmm. away with shit because yeah. they are either too young or whatever and they just work in the systems. Yeah. And also at times when someone who's very good has had a very bad thing happen accidentally, um, but but the law suggests that they get the same punishment as someone who's done it deliberately, mm -hmm. that... Um, not deliberately, but somebody who's done it repetitively or by with malice. Yeah, something like manslaughter issues. Yeah, and yeah things not even like that, that. Just I've something seen... daft, you know, where they end up going to jail for twenty years for some dumb thing like um, not paying enough tax or doing something wrong in that way. You know what I mean? Something where they clearly it wasn't done with malice or intent. It was a mistake they've made in life, and you give that person a break and be able to, be able to carry on in life and do something good with the relevant punishment to their person and personality. You know, just some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so that's that's my big argument in in a world is we lack a lot of this just fucking common sense. Yeah. Common sense. We lack it because we're so everybody's so fucking politically correct and scared because yeah. people are getting fired from jobs because somebody makes an accusation that isn't even proven yeah. and they're guilty until proven innocent which yeah. is fucking retarded yeah and that's the way we're going because we keep allowing all these minorities of people who make a lot of noise because they've got nothing better to do in their lives we allow them the platform to keep making and shouting all these nonsensical I, th I think it, I would say it's more the case of like fee people who feel like they've been suppressed for a long time now are angry at other people even though sometimes those people have had nothing to but do with it. The majority of people are accepting of many many variants of many crazy things like yeah. you want to like turn yourself into a cat people are like that's weird but cool whatever yeah. makes you happy nobody you know but there'll be somebody somewhere going such and such didn't call me Miss Mittens yeah he referred to me as he and then there's a whole stink about it. Like, sh shut up. You're doing something fucking weird and we're just accepting it. Shut up and go away and go do your thing. I think, unfortunately, because there are some people that have a lot of prejudices, um, they cause trouble for everyone else. If we were, if, you know, and it'll never happen, unfortunately, there will always be prejudice in the world. And if you're kind of aiming for a world that won't have that, I just, I can't picture that existing because there's too much 
diversity of thought, and that's okay. Like I like diversity of thought, and sometimes that will cause that will cause problems. Interesting. Yeah, that will cause problems, but you know that's part of being. The, a human. I don't think these people are diverse. I think they're narrow-minded. I think they're argumentative, and I think they're bored, and I think they want attention, and they use any avenue because these people skip from one to another to another. They're not diehards of a certain. Um, cause they're diehards of any cause yeah. that they get to disrupt something with it does I was going to say it does suit certain personality types so I don't know I, I don't want to I think we should probably wrap this up because we've gone on yeah let's wrap it up that those personality but, types live in basements in their mum's house and everyone should ignore them cool beans transgender people should not fight women sorted next bit fair enough I, I just want to clarify as well that like I am not against anyone doing anything that they want to do as long as it does not negatively impact other people which is exactly what it's doing yeah in, in, a, in, in, in that situation, in that yes. poor woman's face. Yeah, yeah. Daft. Common sense rule, people. We'd all watch. I'd watch a transgender league of stuff. Of course, we would. It'd be yeah. sick. Yeah. In fact, I'd watch it more. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, one hundred percent. I would be so happy with that because I feel like that was that is a that is a way better step forward for equality than trying to. Surely that's what to amalgamate be. that into something that yeah. already exists, which isn't. And scientifically, isn't a fair playing field. Yep. And with all the drug testing and everything going on, trying to make it a level playing field, it's insanity that it's even allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I want to get it off my chest. I, I didn't realise I'd want to get it off my chest so much, but it really ticked me off when I read about it today. Especially seeing that the damage that that woman was inflicted with. Mm. That just fired, fired me up. Okay. Um, I've seen your cookie monster socks. Great. Please read my DM. Listen, this is not a place for you to tell me to read DMs. I get hundreds and hundreds of messages. And if your DM is weird, asking me something personal about something that's irrelevant, I'm ignoring your DMs if I haven't responded to it because it's not something that is going to aid your life or help you in some way or is informative. I ain't fucking answering it. I've seen your Cookie Monster socks. Read my DM. That is basically send me pictures of your feet. <laughs> send me pictures of your feet. Yeah. You're not getting pictures of my feet. Watch Rinsa stories and grassy feet. Yeah, will the appear. pictures of my feet are for free. <laughs> yeah, for free, woman. Um, do you see yourself getting married again? That's uh, from Laura Hirsch. Uh, honestly, no. The whole concept of... I think we had this discussion on the per, uh, outside of the podcast, didn't we? Yeah. My concept of marriage is basically it's nonsense because it's an excuse now for people to commit to each other without actually ever then putting any energy into committing to each other most of the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're married now and they both, and then you just give up and yeah, relax like, because yeah. we're connected. Marriage, in its originality, was devised to bind two people together by law because it usually pertained to the fact that people were then given a dowry, which was a sum of money for the marriage, land, or it was to bind two families together for a power cause yeah. you know for power over the people and land and areas so that was a, there was a purpose to marriage back then to bind people by law now listen if you weren't bound by law and all these horrible things that come about when you if you decide to separate then i'd be a bit more for it yeah. but because it still has this ancient ruling system that ties into it yeah. which is so backwards so drawn out so um reductive of your own personal rights yeah you literally are asking permission when you go for a divorce yeah. to 
not be married anymore. You're asking the government for for permission for you to be allowed to be separated. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Who are you to tell me I have to do anything like that? Fuck you. Yeah, it's all like for me. So me and Emma are engaged, and we have been. For can a I while. finish my bit? Because yeah, yeah, I'll quick. just interrupt you again, yeah, otherwise, yeah. No, no, uh, no. and I can just wrap it up with this. Um, so my opinion is, surely living together, having children together, and living a life is infinitely more important than ever being married. Mm, yeah. And if you do any of those things and you're not married, you've already succeeded. You're already proving that you're committed to one another and continue to keep doing so. Yeah. Do not panic about spending twenty to 30,000 pounds on a fucking party. Yeah. There are so many people as well at the moment because weddings have been pushed back and pushed back that are so stressed out and it's, it's causing a lot of turbulence yeah. in relationships because, you know, so many people have this hang up on it because it's just a it's, cultural yeah it's a, it's a uh, cultural occurrence. thing it's social it's like, pressure that yeah. say oh you should be together like me and Emma have been together 13 years we've probably been engaged for like five longer or than six. most marriages yeah. sir. like I know that I will be with Emma for the rest of my life whether I've got that on a fucking piece of paper because she's going to kill you within the next two years yes because I yeah, I'll, do I'll, something I'll, infinitely yeah I'll be dead tomorrow hit you with a frown <laughs> but like <laughs> so like a piece of paper doesn't fucking matter no, does it bollocks? It really and this does is my matter. main argument. This is my main argument. Why yeah. does a piece of paper matter? If you truly are committed to one another, why does that even matter? You shouldn't need that binding. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's, it's literally like... And I, and that, it's I, a social pressure. Yeah, it is a social pressure. I want, I like, I want to get married because I want to... I like... Why? I want to have a celebration of me and Emma and it's it's a thing that... that it's a good excuse for a party effectively mm. um and that's like me publicly showing my commitment and emma showing her commitment to me yeah. so that is like you know a line in the sand of this is where we're at if that meant we just had the party and we didn't sign the fucking documents after that made it a legal thing i would not give a shit yeah that's like cool. that that means nothing to me oh like uh, and that's one of the reasons that i wanted to get engaged to emma because after you know however many six seven years being together i was like She's not my girlfriend anymore. She's more. She's not a friend that's a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the person who I'm choosing yeah. to spend the rest of my life with. So she's my fiance. Yeah. But again, I just think it's a societal thing that makes you think you have to show that in some way yeah. other than the commitment of living, being, being committed, being faithful. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you don't. That's you just thing. simply don't. If anything, we need to focus less on the fact of having the big expensive party and more on being an actually committed, faithful relationship because they're falling apart left, right, and fucking center. Yeah. And uh, the the level of tr uh, not trust, what's the word, loyalty between people is falling apart at the fucking seams. Yeah. And as well, like so, people are people are buying a house together after a year and getting married after two. I'm bizarre. like, you do not know you people. You don't know each other. So this is, uh, and this might upset some people, but I really think that you don't really know your partner for at least probably three to four years. I was going to say four years. years. Yeah. Because you get, you know, they say you get a three-year itch, mm. which is where most people break up. That's because at that point, you really have kind of know each other. Yeah. And you know, your ins and outs and depths. And it's at that point, one of you goes, yeah, actually, this isn't for me. Yeah. This is too common, these bits that it irk me. Yeah. And they're not repairable. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not wasting all time. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. like, please fucking just be patient. If this is, if if you are serious about this and you actually fucking, you think that you love this person, you'll be patient enough to not buy a house with them or to not 
yeah. choose to have kids with them or not because marry them. Because if it's for life, what's the rush? Yeah, well, there's no rush at all. Exactly. Um, whereas, you know, potentially you might be wrapping yourself up in something that might be really hard to undo at a later hard date. Hard to undo, stressful to undo, damaging to your mental health, uh, stressful beyond belief. Mm. Like and the system doesn't work in your favour to undo it either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that was a um, triggered uh, once again. No, not even triggered. Just that is my real opinion. After a man who has been married and is no longer. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's more of an albatross around most people's necks that that need to have to have that ceremony. Yeah. And I think it takes away from really looking at your relationship as to whether it's. That that it, you know it overshadows the actual relationship. Yeah, a lot I, of the time. I see something very similar. Like I've seen it quite a few times where there'll be people that are very openly lovey dovey about their relationship. They're, they're very publicly affectionate and they post about each other all the time and all. <coughs> and often those are the relationships that fall apart the quickest. People that post about each other when they're in the same fucking room. Yeah, you you guys can go just. No, a just lot. Of, no, a lot of the no. time, those are the relationships that I've seen that fall apart the quickest they're because they're bullshit. You have to outwardly project to everybody else. You're like, oh look, how happy it's we are. It's a caricature relationship. Yeah, it's just like, are you really, or are you just trying to tell it's everyone you're happy? Yes, it, what it is. It's more about what other people think than what they actually feel. Yeah. Oh, you don't ever post about Emma. She never. Posts I blame about Facebook me. for that one. Like, I blame a little bit. Yeah, you're you living to tell other people yeah, that 100. They love you exactly. You love them, but. Exactly. When they're in the same room. Yeah. Like, tell each other, stop typing it on a goddamn screen, yeah. you weirdos. Um, everybody knows people that do that. Okay. And if you don't know people that do that, you're the ones that do it, so stop it. <laughs> What's your nationality and where are your people from? <laughs> I love that. Where are your people from? Yeah, your people. Um, I am, my mum is quintessential British English rose, and my um, biological father is Cypriot. So I'm a blend. And obviously the Cypriot genes are very dominant to an English rose. Yeah. Because I'm tanned, dark haired, dark eyed. Uh, yeah. And I don't do well in the cold. Uh, yeah, I... Um... This is going to surprise a lot of people who haven't heard previous podcasts. Go on. Yeah, so my mom is English. I think my, it's somewhere along the lines there is some Irish in there as well on my mom's side. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a little bit of French in me as well. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Right now. <laughs> is it still there? Um, yeah, so, and then on my dad's side, he's Pakistani, and again, like, originally from, like, Kashmir. That still blows my mind. Yeah. So, the thing is, well, Kashmiri people tend, like... The, Beautiful people. That's why I'm fucking gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, man. They're pretty people. Yeah. Look up Kash- Kashmiri people. Yeah. Honestly. There is a thing about, like, Kashmiri there people is. being very attractive. It's, it's an, yeah. Beautiful. It's yeah. like Bengali people. Yeah. As well. Similar kind of look. Mm. Beautiful. There you go. I bet that blew a load of people's minds. There's no, you could, there's no way you guess it looking at you. I remember no for a long, a load of people like have no idea what yeah, I am. They're like Italian. Yeah, they're like your stuff. Some yeah. kind of some kind brown of, person. Do brown, you go in sun, do brown. Uh, if your mind or brain were an island, what would it look like? That is the weirdest fucking question I have ever even had seen by my eyes made into an existence form. Craig, <laughs> Craig Seal. Uh, that's so bizarre. So How did you even come up with that? If that is the most bizarre question. If your mind island. or brain were, were an island, what would it look like? I don't know, a sandwich? It's, <laughs> it'd be like a foot. 
Yeah. Like, yeah there there like, I like I like it's Italy. Because all others are, the boot. others are all like amorphous blobs, whereas at least Italy's so recognisable as a boot. I think I would go for uh, mine would be a lightning bolt. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What thing do you like that most people don't? Marmite. <laughs> yeah, I like Marmite as yeah, well. Lovely. Stouts as well. Like, like those stout. kind of like, yeah, really dark beers that most people are like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, beetroot. I love beetroot. We like all the same thing. Yeah. I love beetroot. We were meant to be together. I see mate. beetroot out the jar just as a kid. Like, yeah, same. Nom, nom. My nan and granddad used to like grow beetroot in the back garden and then pickle it all. So we had <gasps> like, delicious. there'd be times where there'd just be fucking jars of beetroot. You know, it's everywhere. a superfood. Yeah. I did. Do you know, I did my. Um, what's Makes that? Makes you poo purple as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super dyes, super dyes everything. But it's actually superfood. It's massively antioxidant, so it's really good for you. And it's actually better pickled because it doesn't oxidize. Mm. So the um, ah, god damn it, I should remember the name of the antioxidants in it because this is what I did my final study on in, in my degree. Yeah, I studied beetroots. I did twenty four hour titrations of them to you separate them out. You know that's what Jake out. did. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did for his degree. He did uh, beetroots. Really? Yeah. Did he mathematically adjust his equation curves to make sure that the results are correct? I don't know, <laughs> but all I, all I know, all I know is it makes you poo purple, and that's the and most it's good important for you. factor of so it. It tastes good. It makes you poo fun, and it's good for you. So eat beetroot, people. Yeah, and when you have it, don't worry. You're not shitting blood. <laughs> no, yeah, that is actually yeah. People, yeah. people, people panic do about panic. That. Yeah, if you eat a lot of beetroot, something else that does that as well. But I can't think what it is. And people eat a lot of it and then really panic when they see the bowl splattered a circle. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, what are your thoughts on GH secretogens like MK six seven seven? Well, I th- we've 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 um, discussed yeah. this before about yeah. them and looked into them deeply, yeah. and they don't seem to have any real negative effects if run at a lower dosage. Mm. The problem is that I think what you see with them is they're offered in 20 milligram capsules and you only need 10 milligrams at a time. That's my only issue with the the way some companies are providing them. Yeah, I've seen some stuff on More Plates, More Diets channel that talks about something about um, insulin insulin resistance if you use it for a long period of time because it what it does is those uh, secretagogues, they... So like the, the, the growth hormone kind of like effects come from ghrelin. It's yeah. like a byproduct ghrelin of ghrelin. Will make you here's one thing, it will make you fucking hungry. Yeah. Ghrelin is basically the, the hung the hunger signaler. Yeah. So if you don't have if you have an appetite and you take one of these secretogens, prepare to be stopping yourself munching through the house. Yeah. So like I don't know again, I don't know if it's a, a constant thing and it'll affect everybody or whether it just affects you if you use a lot of it or whatever else. But like it's gotta be a build up over time, surely. I guess it's the same as anything. If you like blitz dog shit carby food all the time, mm. then you're gonna have insulin re- resistance yeah. over time. So I imagine it probably works in a similar way to just having a very so, unhealthy bulk. Yeah. So if people don't know the secretogens, they don't work on a hormonal level, as in like you're not putting an exogenous hormone into your body, but what you are doing is putting a signaling agent into your body to force your body to release more natural growth growth hormone aren't you yeah and that's how it kind of that's the that's the mechanism in which that it works. Was, I, re- I remembered now um so this other guy um who does like a podcast with uh, more plates derek for more plates more dates um vigorous steve no oh, i love that guy yeah and he was saying 
basically. So when growth hormone is released naturally, you kind of have just like random pulses of it throughout the day. I don't know, like yeah. I'm, this isn't where I'm. This isn't an area of specialty for me. So like, so, so you get like, him. yeah, so yeah. you get like certain like pulses where your growth hormone will spike and then it'll taper off and then it'll spike at certain times. Whereas when you take um, a secretagogue, like it, basically you constantly have like increased levels, which that's what causes the insulin resistance oh. because you you have like permanently raised levels yeah. opposed to the natural kind of peaks and troughs that should occur. From, from what I've researched about it, I think you can run it for twenty weeks quite safely. Right. quite an extended period of time um and then you come off it for uh, a third of the time that you were running it mm -hmm. and then you can go and do it that way but right. it is a more of a longevity kind of thing you can run it for longer if you run it at the lower dose i think as well like um that's something that i i guess it's the same with a secret i imagine it'd be the same as a secret goal because if you were like injecting do you, yeah injecting growth hormone um no, because that's exogenous yes but i know but like i mean what i mean is um when people take it when they're using anabolics mm. the like people that take growth hormone aren't gonna like have increased muscle mass or other things like that unless they're taking kind of testosterone as well so they work synergistically <laughs> well but at like growth hormone on its own isn't really like a performance in pum, no performance well, the, the problem with that is is what well here's the thing so growth hormone if people are taking that as an exogenous hormone actually creates new muscle fibers yeah when people take steroids no new muscle fibers are created but the muscle fibers that exist are made larger yeah the reason it actually makes you more muscular in terms of an um, bodybuilder style yeah. and you take growth hormone with the steroids when you take um, a growth hormone the body creates new muscle fibers but they're baby fibers they're unused they're fresh they're newbies so they're tiny yeah. so it will take if you were to just take growth hormone mm -hmm. you would then have to build those muscle fibers up over years of training again just like when you started years of training from newbie growth okay. when people take growth hormone with anabolics the it speeds up the rate at which those new fibers develop into larger fibers. So that's why they see the benefit. People who take growth hormone straight will still see a benefit, but not for at least 12 months. Got you. Which is why people stop it after about 6 to 12 months, saying, oh, you know, I've not seen anything going on. Go on an anabolic and then suddenly look insanely dense in that like 16 months down the line because that anabolic has now made those new baby fibers that they actually did develop taking the growth hormone to come to fruition. So it's like a time delay. It's like a time delay thing. Yeah, no, that, that kind of makes sense. There's so many flies coming in here now that because we've got the window open to keep yeah. the camera cool. And we've got like and we've bright got these lights big, on bright us. Lights. There's so many bugs in here. Oh my god, look in the corner over there. Oh sugar bones. I think we might need to shut the window. Fuck. Oh my god, hundreds. There is so many flies in my this. My eyes hadn't even focused, but when you focus, it's like you know when you look at the sky to see the stars, yeah. and then you suddenly focus and can see them all. There are hundreds. I'm going to close the window. Close right? that window. So there you go, secretogens. Um, MK677, do you research? It's still a serious thing to consider just because it's uh, not really a negative like you were to take a psalm. Um, it still does have its downsides if you were to run it for too long or run it too high or have a bad diet and training whilst taking it. So be careful. Um, but it is, in my opinion, probably one of the future things for people to be able to take to stop people having to do, uh, you know, dangerous anabolics and stuff like that. Yeah. I do think it's a, a step forward in that more health it conscious style of taking something that is a boost, a genuine boost. Can the lads sing? 
Um, in the shower, yeah. No problem. Just one cornetto. Give it to me. So the answer is yes. Delicious ice cream from Italy. I love cornettos. <laughs> Thanks for a cornetto. What's that from? Do you know? Shaun of the Dead. Yes, mate. Do you remember that time? <laughs> he didn't say those exact words. What was do, it? do you want anything from the corner shop? Cornetto. No, Cornetto. <laughs> that was it. Do you remember that time we met in Metro Centre Starbucks? I assume as to me, unless you've been to the Metro Centre in Newcastle. I have been to the Metro Centre in Newcastle, uh, but I didn't meet anyone in Starbucks. Cause... I vaguely have a recognition of a Starbucks meet in yeah. Newcastle, so I, I don't recall the face, but I do remember the occasion. Yeah. So, Glenn G90, kind of do. Uh, who's inspired you most in the last five years? Oh, damn. Last five years? Mm. Um, You go first, because I need to think. Well, I was going to use your answer as a thinking point. Mm. Who's inspired me in the last five years? Uh, Honestly, I suppose there's so many avenues. Uh, Training-wise, it's a a cumulative mix because we live in a world now where people post something daily. So I take something from everything I see every day. So there isn't a specific thing I go back. There really isn't one specific space I go back to all the time for kind of training stuff. I I do go across the board. Um, learning things from a lot of people. Uh, so of, I couldn't think of any names for for, for me. If I had to pinpoint it, and this is something that's a constant, and a lot of people now because <laughs> he's <laughs> because he's kind of blown up now, people will be like, "Oh yeah, whatever." But like for me, Conor McGregor, because um, I've followed the UFC for a very long time. I remember McGregor he when he, you. yeah, I suppose coming from I, nothing to do what he's done. Yeah, I remember very early days McGregor before he gained any traction, before the Aldo fight, before all of that, when it was kind of just him, just as a, a young up and comer, being very promising, and his kind of outlook and his positivity and his kind of belief in himself. He, yeah, his yeah. self belief and positive affirmations. He kind of he told himself, he told everyone what he was going to do, and then he made it happen. And he fucking did. And, like, not only did he make it happen, but he was, like, he's the biggest name in combat sports. Yeah. Full stop. I hope he wins his next fight, because if he doesn't, he's done. Yeah. And, like, and and I don't think Conor McGregor is the best fighter in the world. He's a very, very good fighter. But he has his flaws, same as everyone else. Mm-hmm. But Conor McGregor's strongest point was his his mindset. Mental aptitude. Yeah. Going, fight yeah, going from where he was at initially to where he has got now like that I, th- I think if you can't even find that inspiring if you just if you don't like his personality and his persona and don't get that this is a persona this isn't really yeah, like is. him then that's fair enough but that's not what he puts out there that's not that's not the real McGregor no. that is the tool that has got him to where he is yeah 100% um, I think the biggest thing I can say that's helped change my is, is listening to Alan Watts and um and Eckhart Tolle, people like that, people who make you perceive the world in a different way, make you think about everyday life in a different manner, and help separate you from the nonsense. That's been a real difference maker for me, okay. really has. So yeah, they're the main ones in uh, my feature. What movie or oh, that's a misspell. What movie or now, I think it's meant to say action tech. It's it's put cat, catian tech. 
do you wish was real? I guess he's thinking, what movie or, or like, um, action movie tech do you wish was real? Um, what do I wish was real? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dude, sick answer. I'd love to be on a ship. How cool would that be? Yeah, fucking love Pirates of the Caribbean. Imagine meeting Jack Sparrow in real life. Oh, mate, I would totally drink <laughs> rum with, Pirates, yeah, you with would. Jack Sparrow. But, but what about the rum? Why is the rum but, gone? Yeah, why is the rum gone? Yeah. We don't make anywhere near as many Pirates of the Caribbean references as we probably should drink in the amount of rum that we drink. Yes, that's true. Let's make a conscious effort to make more. When, pi- when Pirates fucking Grog comes in, all that's the- it. All, yeah. all, all the, the rest, all the references, the pirates, yeah. pirate references are. <laughs> Long term goal, Jack Sparrow as yes. a guest on the podcast. Yeah. Johnny Depp in full character, <laughs> part of the ship, part of the crew, part of the ship, part of the crew. That's long term goal. What historical event would you like to go back to and relive and see everything that happened? I'd be thinking like Roman Colosseum kind of time. Sick gladiatorial times. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. I think like... Oh, fuck yes. Being being brutally honest, I would fit in better in that kind of time period than <laughs> yeah. probably now. I, but, I feel like I would really like the 1920s to 40s somewhere in that era. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I just Maybe the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the 50s, I think. I'd quite like to live, but to just go and watch definitely the Colosseum. Could you imagine? I've been to the Colosseum yeah. and it's awe-inspiring and yeah. it's like ruin. As it is now, yeah. Yeah, imagine fucking tigers coming up from the ground yeah. whilst two men try to kill each other Yeah. while the crowd's just going mental because they're having bread thrown to them. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% would need to experience that kind of crazy Roman fucking lifestyle orgies and murder oh god yeah the orgies yeah what, benefits what's everywhere. better than orgies and murder <laughs> uh, and they had spiced wines which were, would make you they wrote, it's been proven Romans use psychedelics oh really so perfect fucking brilliant you could go watch some <laughs> psychedelics you could go watch some animalistic murder. murder have an orgy and then trip out and then that's your day good enough sick sounds like a perfect night that's <laughs> basically what we got planned later <laughs> yeah. sorry Steve Oh, dear. oh god, that was a big bash. Sorry to your ears there. <laughs> you fucking uppercutted that. Uppercutted like, the microphone sp- properly. Using it as a speed bag. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Shut up, Steve. Alright. Would you come to drink Pirate's Grog with me if I said there were cigars too? Yes. Yeah. Well, hold on, it depends how far. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Really, if it's sunny day and there's a motorbike. If they're like, if they're like an hour away, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, too much more than that. Adding a fire and a night stay over. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We need some because if we're With drinking, then I'm in. This might just be for you though. I might be just in no, by myself. You need to learn to ride, and then we can do this. Rum or whiskey? I'll go on a push bike. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'll be there tomorrow. Days. <laughs> Uh, oh. I'm, I'm like a stone lighter. <laughs> Someone's asked rum or whiskey. Oh, it's the same. It's Glenn saying I asked about cigars. Rum or whiskey? Yeah, it can't be separated. They're so different. That's like asking um, grapefruit or apple. You know what I mean? It's like there's yeah, horses for courses. They are very different. I think I do. All, I do have a bias towards rums over whiskeys. Although I really like a rum. Uh, I sorry, do I really like it. I'm a sweet tooth, so yeah. I prefer that sweetness a rum can give you. But I love a Tennessee bourbon. Yeah. Like, because they've got that honey-esque kind of smoked. Oh. Yeah. I think, like, 
as well because I like a lot of cocktails, and I think mm-hmm. the only kind of like whiskey cocktail that I'd go for was like an old fashioned. What's a stormy? A dark stormy? Is that whiskey? I don't is know. that rum? I think that's rum. I'm not sure. I've only had it a couple of times. It's all right. Yeah. So like, um, I think, I think r- for me, rum trumps it slightly because of the diversity. Mm. Yes. And you can go in espresso martinis as well. Lovely. One of one for you both. Any new ink in the pipeline? Yep. Simple answer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Plenty. I want to get lots of little bits like live, breathe, little symbols and hieroglyphs on me and stuff. Yeah. And then another big piece on my leg. I've got a shitload planned, but I just haven't moved forward with it. I've got loads of stuff drawn up already, but yeah, just not not. We will it. actually attempt to get tattooed on the podcast Af- as well. Like after this, text you, you guy. We need to actually get moving with this. We were just because COVID was still what doing we, its little lockdown. What are we gonna do? We're gonna have like a. I'll message him. We'll find out. We're gonna have the branding. Cast. The branding iron. Crewcast. The branding iron Skipton. The branding iron Skipton. Check him out. He's only been going eighteen months, and he's already just excelling like a crazy person. Yeah. He's a friend of mine from a long time ago. He was a really good artist. He's very hands-on. Like rebuilt the entirety of the internal of his home just by himself. Like fully customized staircases and just you know just one of those human yeah. beings that's just adaptive yeah and artistic and he started tattooing and within 18 months he's doing like portraits yeah well yeah <laughs> so yeah. yeah the branding iron skipped and checking we're gonna out. do we're one gonna try live and get him on, on the, the podcast we're gonna try and get tattooed on the podcast yeah that's the idea but i will actually ride over there for a vlog to get a couple of tattoos prior yeah so you'll see it from there um, Lex, when is the jewelry line coming? Jewelry line is in a complete hold because the person I was going to do it with um, got scared about the volume of what would have to go out. And then we couldn't also get it to a stage where um, it was delivered to him to finish off um, in a cost-effective way. They, these companies were wanting to charge ridiculous amounts of money to have these uh, the pieces made and then dropped in where we would end up tarnishing them and finishing them off ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it was coming in at ridiculous price, which means you were having to charge hundreds of pounds per piece. It was like, it's not what I wanted. Yeah. I'm always about making something great for a good price that people will buy, enjoy, and, and, and love, but they're able to afford it. Yeah, of course. I, and then I get the whole thing of, you know, making, I, I don't know, I like giving out joy. You yeah. know, you make you know something that provides you with a living, but also provides other people with you know a worth something that's worth. Yeah, it's really hard to strike that balance between making something that's really really good, because stuff that's really really good costs Does money, cost. but making something that's got that balance, but also is not unachievable for people yeah. and yeah finding but, that sweet but spot I knew these people who were doing this like middle work yeah. of casting and everything were ripping it was a rip off price yeah so um, I don't know that will be probably looked into in 2022 to be honest with you I know I've got somebody, the clothesline to get forward with first. I know somebody relatively local oh do you um, yeah I could reach out yes, we'll talk about it after. sweet thanks for the question opened up a new door and in uh, done that one um Harley or Honda, you can only keep one. Honda. Because they have all styles of motorbikes, whereas Harley's very limited. And many of the Harleys I wouldn't ride. Whereas most Hondas would have a place. If you want if you wanted a certain thing bike to do a certain thing, mm. Honda have got them. Yeah. Yeah, Harley's it's in its niche, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For me, again, I would I'm going to say Harley just because I like 
the look of them and I know very little about bikes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably why I'm making the stupid decision yeah. and going for the really loud, noisy one that's uncomfortable and to ride. Expensive, loud one that's uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. But they do look good and they do sound good and they are a joy yeah. to be on. That's pretty much They're me. Very, the thing with Harleys is they don't come with a lot of tech. <laughs> you missed is, that, mate. What? You said they look, they look good, sound good, and are fun to ride. And I was like, that's pretty much me. <laughs> that was quick. I really didn't hear that. Um, the thing with the Harley is, I, I've learned this myself when having them, obviously, to ride. I I'm, I do think they should come with more tech, things like heated grips, better screens for your be able to view your speed and speedometer and mileage, all that kind of stuff. But I like the fact that they're not over-teched because you still ride them and feel them and they're still raw. And yeah. I like that fact. I do think that is something that they've maintained very well. And they are, you feel them when you ride them. Yeah. And I like that because I've had bikes which are impressive spec, performance, but not wanting to get on them before like, for a long period. I had a BMW, an R1250R, which is like a touring version of the 1250RR. Like it, like it's got the same engine as a GS in it, yeah. but it's a sports touring bike. Couldn't have wanted to get on that bike less. Yeah. And it would do a hundred and stupid like second gear, you're at hundred mile an hour. Like fuck. it was fast as fuck. It was smooth. It it would it was just crushed miles like it was nothing. Like it was comfy to be on. Everything about it was great. Had no soul. Yeah. No soul. I would rather I honestly went into the garage and would rather get on my two thousand and three Super Sport Honda it doesn't even have ABS. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Because that's the the point of having a bike is the joy of riding it, yeah. which is why when you see a top box wanker riding a bike at forty miles an hour on a sixty road behind traffic, that fucker ain't riding that bike. He's not living a bike lifestyle. Yeah, he's bought that bike because it was sensible for his commute. Yeah, and I dislike that person. Yes, <laughs> you are also going to hell with the pineapple rum. <laughs> yeah, you're off with the pineapple rum. Pineapple rum. <laughs> top box wankers. <laughs> uh, uh, da, da, da. Can you do a YouTube video? Talking through how to drink, taste whiskey and rum properly. Mm, no, because well, it would be boring as fuck for well, my audience on YouTube. It definitely would be. It wouldn't be the most entertaining. What about just it doing would like be a too short? random and a short? Like yeah. it'd be too odd. It doesn't fit anything I do no. in that terms. It's too specific. We could maybe just you could have that as a little segment. Good little of the segment. Because we are like literally before this podcast, we I was like looking at a place. Where was it now? Like Shoreditch. Shoreditch. Yeah. Um, and it looked sick. It did look sick for uh, for like whiskey tasting. Yeah. So we're gonna potentially reach out see what we oh, can we're do we're going there. deep yeah. we're going in on, on balls deep yeah going to we're going yeah. to londinian <laughs> i can definitely tweak it into a into a video somewhere as like a, a little end funny thing fun yeah. thing but I'm definitely not doing a dedicated video on it no, no. i think that is a bit <laughs> it is a bit one extreme. we're not good enough to do that like we don't know enough we're still learning maybe that's a, maybe that's a part of it though in terms of like you know from from the lay person yeah yeah understanding the basics. I think we talk it through well enough on here, though, for most people yeah. who've started drinking these things neat and straight, which never did before. I've had so many messages about people now enjoying them the way they should be. Yeah. So we're doing okay. We're getting there. What cigars do you smoke and where do you get them? <laughs> I don't get to understand the question of where do you get them. Yeah. Like, just Google shit. Yeah. And it's always bizarre to me. T I wear a T-shirt. Where's that from? I'll fucking Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Just find it and yeah. buy it. Whoever's selling it the cheapest. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, uh, the same. They're not made all... by, you know, Artem Artemis from down the road, handcraft. No, they're bought from some mainstream production production line. Yeah, mm. like yeah. There's a million places to buy them from. Yeah, um, cigars. The the ones I smoke, the little mini cigars. I get signature, signature, signature cigars. But I get the blue. I think they're called blue. 
Yeah, and they're really smooth and delicious. And they're really inoffensive and they're not even that peppery. They're just really kind of creamy and smooth and nice. Fancy a uh, cigar after this. Yes, we've got some downstairs. But I also have some um, Juliet's, Romeo, uh, I think they're called Juliet cigars downstairs. But they're, see, those ones you have to sit and commit to because they're like 15, 20 minute smokes. Mm-hmm. And they're like 10 to 20 pound kind of level cigars. Right. So they're a purposeful thing. Yeah. Whereas the little signatures are like £6.50 for 10 of them. Yeah. And they're just little five minute burns. So they're really sociable and just fun just nice tasting. You know, yeah, I like them. I think they're really cool. And some of the boys from Lake Land Legacy, Legacy bought me some oh, nice. as part of their like gift pack. Did they you bought see their, new, their the t-shirt? Yeah, sick, isn't it? Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I'm going to get some of those. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, me too. And immediately cut all the arms off them. <laughs> but... Um, they bought me some which were not signature and I can't remember for life what they were. I'll remember for the next podcast, but they were really cool. They were along the same, they're still a mini cigar, but there's a little history on the back of how they're all made and they're really in depth. Like they give a fuck yeah. about the way they're made. Specialist leaf, specialist drying methods, maturing time, rolled in a certain t- um, main leaf as the tobacco leaf that's it's rolled in is a specific choice from a specific zone and area, grown on a specific soil. I was like, that is yeah, fucking more more it, once I read that if they were easier for me to get hold of which I didn't really look into which I should do they, it enticed me to buy that brand more than the signature ones mm-hmm. so they were cool right so we're getting there wow you guys have had a long podcast we're getting up to two hours this might be our longest one fuck yeah it's, it's easy it's so easy don't. <laughs> yeah we, had the, we did have a little break no because yeah. look active one hour 55 minutes of recording one hour 55 and so, about and we've, we've five minutes here, of video we've been here seven hours <laughs> How's the week been? Well, we told you. It's all good. Yeah. Thank um, you. Though. What position did you play in rugby and what team do you support? I only ever supported the Newcastle Falcons because that's where I started to play rugby properly in mm. Newcastle. I don't support anyone anymore because I don't even really watch sports other than fighting in MMA. Yeah. Um, but I I played... Basic, my main position was outside centre, yeah. but I did play inside centre and fullback and wing at points. What? Yeah. My best try was from fullback. I took it from my within my own try area, yeah. ran around the outside, broke through, and ran it all the way in for a try up the other side. Nice. It was it was a sick one. That was at Gosforth. That was. Well, I remember it to this day because I remember seeing a shocked look on people's faces as I zipped by them. Yeah. Like a speed demon. They didn't expect me because I looked quite chunky. Yeah. They didn't expect me to be as quick as I was. Yeah. Like, zoom. I was like, I only weigh 12 stone. <laughs> Zero. It's like, I've got to run fast because if anyone hits me, I'm going to break. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just into dust. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you ever play rugby? Yeah, I played rugby as a kid. What position do you play? Hooker. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I was a hooker on the streets. Oh, good end question. Favourite starter, main and dessert? Fuck. What a good question. So some kind of pate to start with. Oh yes. Uh, unless there's unless there's parsnip soup. Oh no, parsnip soup. It's delicious. I don't think I've ever had parsnip soup, but I'm not a fan of parsnips really. <gasps> I will What's eat them at Christmas. I will eat them, but um they're probably like on they're really low down on my vegetables. Honey covered parsnips. Mm, no, they're lower down. Maybe on. you've just had some bad parsnips. Don't diss my granddad's parsnips, but I'm questioning the pops parsnips if you don't like them. Mm, I don't know. I've Are just... your parsnips if you were they were they droopy and soft, no, they crispy they, they and delicious. Crispy, yeah, they were crispy. I, like mm. I love. Like I love pretty much all veg. Parsnips are just rot on the the tail end of my so my veg list. But so you I put don't think broccoli I've ever... above parsnips. Yeah, I like broccoli. Wow, don't know I like broccoli. your friend anymore. 
Parsnip soup. Okay, you, the other soup. That I, you, do you know the other soup I really like that I don't <laughs> like of other stuff in real life? What? Potato and leek. I don't like leeks in anything else, but yeah. when you have it with potato and leek soup, it's almost a cheesy flavour that comes yes, through. Yes, it is actually. It's yeah. kind of delicious. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, so we got started. So we got started on. So you, I think you went I, pate and soup. They're the two things I pick. Yeah, it depends what I pick for my main as to whether I pick pate or yeah. soup or my diet phase at the time. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Um, also, main any kind of like salmon dish, I definitely what. So I love love a bit of salmon. You pay for salmon. Of course, I'll pay for salmon. But it can only be cooked in like a certain one way. Like it's either good or it's bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. But if you get some good salmon, really? it's amazing. Really? Yes, hundred percent. I just think um, it's like it's, it's like yep, yeah, it's decent. But or maybe some like pork belly or something like that potentially Ooh. again. What's the matter with you? What is wrong with you? Can I have the shittest part of the entire pig, please? Oh no, you can. I'd some... like the bit of wobbly fat with no meat on it. Thanks. You yeah, exactly. weirdo. What is wrong? Your taste buds are broken. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> from the, the worst part is if we go for a man. meal and you eat something I'm not going to want to share that's fine that's not fine just, I, I, I love a good little share. bit of, you know when you sit across from each other and you're, and you you're eating each the other food across and you're fondling each other under the table and you have a, a <laughs> what is it uh, what's the what's the film with the dogs that kiss oh it's Lady in the Tramp <laughs> yeah we have a Lady in the Tramp moment <laughs> no but you know when you're across the, the, from each other and you, you've gone somewhere nice and it's like no, and you get something and you cut it and you put it in your mouth and you do this you just go like it hits you and you just push your plate you go try a bit of that yeah. and you, you're like you have to like you try a bit of that yeah. and the other person gets it on get on the fork and it's in their mouth and they're like oh my god mm. oh my god that's amazing and then they go for a second bite and you stab them with your fork and you're like no 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 I said try I said, it, try it. Yeah. you ain't having none of this yeah. now you can no more live with the regret no of more not eating it yeah you, you ordered your side of spinach enjoy that yeah this is, but I love it when you get that kind of thing at a restaurant. That's why I, salmon isn't doing that for me. Really? I love salmon. I love Here's salmon. something I learned at a restaurant. Went to Gaucho's in Manchester the other day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you order onions as a side, like um, pan fried onions yeah. with mustard. Oh. Dude, on a steak? Holy shit. I've never had that. Oh, never had it before. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. Wow. But I don't order steak as a rule unless I'm out and somebody else is paying for the bill. <laughs> good rule. Simply because they're expensive and I eat them too quick. Yeah, I, I, I do enjoy a good steak as well. But yeah, it's so hit and miss they're as well. Minimum 30 places, quid. They're yeah. minimum 30 quid. Different places, the level of quality of your steak is going to vary massively. Huge. So Huge. like, yeah. And also, like, I used to work away all the time. So then the go-to was just a steak because you knew it was going to be at least a decent-sized mm. meal. And like, I've fucking eaten a lot of steaks in my life now. I learned that 400 grams of steak is a lot of steak. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> tasting your digestive tract for a long time as well. So I think, what's your main meal then? What are you going for? You went salmon? You yeah, I'm going to put salmon on there. Like, fuck it. Why not? YOLO. If I'm going dirty, do you know what I really love sometimes is a calzone? But a proper Ooh. chicken cheese stuffed calzone. Like, yeah. And I mean like... Don't skimp on the chicken, bitches. Mm. Put, I want a meat feast inside that calzone. I love a calzone, actually. But other than that, I do I do enjoy... It's, like uh, a, a calzone is basically like an over overdone pizza that they just folded in half. Yeah, but you get more Yeah, they're just it. like, we've got some extra to toppings. It. We're going to yeah, fire a bit more on and fold it. You get it. a good one. Yeah. Hard to beat. Also, for a starter, hummus. With a hummus with paprika in it. Do you know I had one the other day? Oh my god, where was it? It was at Canal Street in Manchester that my mum took me to because apparently she wants to try and hook me up with um, all of the men in Manchester. I got hit on so much. Of course. One of them was a drag queen 
Yeah. And I contemplated it. Yeah. But you're a good few man. days. <laughs> uh, he was funny he was hilarious he was on a microphone outside entertaining everybody yeah. and I was walking through with my mum and then he I walked past him and he gave me like a wry smile and, I was like, I and then all I heard from behind was this <sighs> down the microphone through the speakers he was basically walking behind me just going <sighs> turned around and he just went so where are we going <laughs> I was like I like you yeah. <laughs> I like you I was like, off to my mum's? He went, and he went, off to mum's we go. <laughs> he was like, just following me down the street until <laughs> I got to the road. It was hilarious. No. He was in this giant green glittery wig and yeah. this striped top. Yeah, funny. It's okay. like, you know, when you Bugs Bunny dresses. Is he as, still as downstairs? That's Steve who we've tied up. All oh, right. <laughs> Makes sense now. Makes sense. It's all yeah. coming together. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't picked my main. Uh, this is what I'm like actually at a restaurant as well. <laughs> are, you, you, are, are you one of those You're guys? You're down to desserts and I'm still deciding. You're just there like, mm, mm. The, guy, the guy who's Looking there, at like, everybody take, else's meal on their tables. Taking the order there like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sat there going, I'm definitely spitting in it. Right, what you pick, I'm spitting in it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you pick, it's going to be shit. <laughs> so I did pick, I, I, do, I did pick chicken papped in, uh, papped. Chicken wrapped in Parma ham. Papped. Papped in, papped in Harma ham. <laughs> And <clears throat> it was delicious. That rum's kicking in now. Yeah, it really is. It's going to my feet. I can feel it. <laughs> it seems like it's going to your yeah, mouth as well. Going everywhere. Uh, and I don't know. I wouldn't really pick that regularly. My main thing that I pick, I love going out for, is a really good Sunday roast where they don't skimp on the beef. Yeah. Because a good crispy Yorkshire pudding, the parsnips, apple sauce, the little pigs in blankets, the whole thing. Like, yeah. Basically a Christmas meal, it's not Christmas. Yeah, to be fair, that sounds pretty fucking it's good. It's delicious. Have we got dessert as well? So dessert, I'm always going with pretty much either chocolate, the brownie, mm -hmm. or if they have it, crumble. Oh, I love a good crumble. I love crumble. For if it's rhubarb, crumble, no or, other question. It's yeah. going in my face. Yeah, to be fair, rhubarb crumble's amazing. Yeah. I'd probably have to lean towards some form of a cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, but I baked vanilla cheesecake with oh. a with a, a jus on the top, a, a jus. berry jus. A jus. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, lemon meringue pie, but very hit and miss. So you risk it with, with, with a lemon meringue. Yeah, I was gonna say you can get like a cheapy, crappy lemon meringue, and then you really gonna you just get ones it. that are overly sweet. Yeah, I want the zest in the tang. Yes. I don't want a load of just artificialness. Marsh, yeah, yeah. meringue marshmallow on the yeah. top. No, I want that zesty. I, I would ring. agree. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a cheesecake because I just I do I fucking love a cheesecake. See now I'd get the crumble and share half an hour with you on the yeah, cheesecake. Yeah, no, I'd go with that too. Yeah, jobs are good. There we go. Okay, at least we can agree <laughs> on dessert. And the starter, we've got on the starter with the hummus and a yeah. something between us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we could just... go pate and hummus at the beginning. Yeah, it's we're just... just on the mains where you don't want to share. Yeah, we can enjoy it. Each. Yeah, that's fine. Perfect relationship. When are we getting married? <laughs> we... we don't agree on it. We don't agree we don't on that. <laughs> Well, there we go. So you guys have had two, roughly two hours of our nonsensical wonderness today. That was good. I feel really good. I was knackered before we started this, and I'm, I feel really good now. Yeah. Should we just wrap up just like reiterating with the, the giveaway? Oh, yeah. So just, because uh, we're awesome and we appreciate you guys, we have got you a limited edition, one of 300, only ever to be made, never to be made again. Yeah. Burning Barn, beer barrel finished vanilla rum. To give away to you guys. Well, this are... technically out of the three hundred, there's only three of them that have been sealed and signed. By oh us. yeah, we have actually sealed this ourselves, bottled it ourselves, and we have signed the label. This will be the one. If you're watching, this is the one that you'll be getting. Yep. Yeah, full go. bottle, not the one that we've already been if drinking. 
The camera has not overheated again since. I thought maybe it was the battery might the battery might have been an issue. But now it's like either that or it's gained confidence. Yeah, it, it believes in itself now. Yeah, it's like I can do this, guys. I can do. You can I'm keep with me around. You. you can keep I'm me around. with you, man. Yeah. You don't need that big bitch back. <laughs> I don't want no big bitch. So yeah, um, you're, so the rules you're gonna... of the show were so two. Enter yourselves to be able to win the bottle of rum, and the same is going to be going for the pirates grog later as well yeah. in the coming weeks. You need well, this... to be following us on. Uh, the Crewcast YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Crewcast YouTube channel. The links for all this will be in the description. So click on the link. It'll take you through. It'll just be, it'll say subscribe as soon as you click on it and you say, yes, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. um, and then also follow the Crewcast on Spotify and iTunes because we will be looking across all three platforms yeah. as to where to pick the winner. So, yeah, the more, you know, if you subscribe on Increase all your of opportunities them, more chances. Across them. But you're also going to do a post on Monday. So that'll be the day that this comes so, out. Yeah, you'll with all the details there. stories again, if you're confused at all, and we swipe pops on the insta stories for you to enter yeah so yeah so that's super super rare limited edition stay tuned to be able to win more probably next is week. this going to be worldwide are we going to ship this out oh i don't know fuck it fuck it yeah it's their problem yeah, yeah. No, well it's not their problem. Our problem. Our problem. yeah but, okay worldwide shipping is not going to be that expensive for it we're doing it we'll do it worldwide we'll go halves on, on the shipping shit. cost how, far, how, much how you can you ship it to the north pole <laughs> I will walk it there. I'll get my push bike out. I'll see you in a year. Yes, we're committed. We will commit to you guys as long as you commit to us, which you have been doing, and we appreciate it. So this is our little first little bit of thank yous back to you, and we intend to do more and more and bigger and bigger as we go. Yeah. So have a great Monday, guys. It is your week to make it your week. Make your own energy. Fuck anybody that is trying to drag you down, give you any negativity, piss on the flames of your fire. Ignore them. Move forward. Move past them. And do a big uh, purple poo on them. Go eat a lot of beetroot. Eat, 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 eat a giant purple poo and feel great. Make your energy. Did have you a great just, Monday. Like, eat a purple poo. Eat a purple poo. <laughs> 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 we'll see you in the next one. Toodle, Toodle poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mouth stopped working. Oh, my knee again.